Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew meets up and discusses Commander-related topics. So for those who don't know, Commander Clash, we do uh, a game of Commander every single week, Fridays, uh, on the YouTube channel, and we have fun and interesting restrictions there. And we decided, you know what, why don't we, uh, why don't we all get together and actually talk about Commander in general for this podcast? So joining me, as always, is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. Welcome, welcome. How's it going, Tomer? Good to be here. And next up, we got Richard. How's it going, Richard? Doing well, Tomer. How you doing? Good, good. And finally, we have Krim. How's it going, Krim? Hey, Tomer. It's going. It's going quite all right. <laughs> it goes. <laughs> it's going. It goes. It goes. It's snowing outside for me, which is great. I what love. I do? love spring in Canada. Um, <laughs> so that goes. Uh, but anywho, uh, we are uh, discussing. This is a part two uh, discussion on the official commander ban list so last episode we started the discussion we were going over the rules committees basically their their format philosophy and that philosophy how it guides their decision in terms of what is on the commander ban list so we went over the philosophy and we went over more than half of the cards that are currently banned in Commander. So there's a link to uh, part one if you want to check it out, popping up on the screen and also in the video section below. So check that out if you want to be all caught up. Now we're going to continue on, finish up the ban list, that is the official ban list, and then afterwards we're all going to go around the table and we're going to figure out if there's anything we would like to see added to the ban list. Because right now we're just talking about what, what's the card? Why is it banned? And if we think we should remove it. We're going to talk about stuff that we might even add to it as well. And then we're going to finish with Clash Mail. And we're going to pick it up with uh, cards that uh, cause some format issues. Some, some stuff that don't really work well because of the format that they're in. The Commander as, as a whole. So we're going to kick things off with Coalition Victory. This is a big old uh, old school sorcery. Uh, Wooberg, this is a, a five, uh, eight mana Wooberg sorcery that says you win the game if you control a land of each basic land type and a creature of each color. Um, so this was banned originally, not even, we don't even know when it was originally banned. It was banned like in the early stages of Commander, aka Elder Dragon Highlander. Uh, so it's been banned almost always. Uh, and the reason why it was banned was due to a combination of interacting poorly with the format, being ubiquitous in its color combination, so everybody was running it, and creating undesirable game states. The reason it interacts poorly with the format is due to the presence of the command zone and the fact that you always have access to a creature that meets one of the conditions of the card. Um, at the time, it was... Uh, Wizards of the Coast was creating more five-color decks um, that were just like five-color generals instead of like Golos, which is a you know colorless card that is a five-color general. Um, so the combined with the ease of getting all five land types among lands uh, makes meeting the conditions on the card much easier than it was intended. Um, so yeah, basically it was too easy to win the game off this in Commander. That is, that is, uh, and it led to bad, bad experiences. For, for the rules committee. <laughs> <laughs> for the rules committee. Someone got wrecked by a coalition victory and decided to add it to the ban list. I, I actually think this should be banned. Like, we have a lot of busted five-color commanders. I think if you're playing five-color, 
why wouldn't you play this? It's just like, oops, I accidentally won the game. And we have like Dry to the Ilsing Grove now. We have tons of lands with basic land types. It seems really easy. And it doesn't have the normal safety valve of other I win the game cards, which is win the game on your next upkeep. This is just like, I cast a silence, cast this, I win the game. Sorry, nothing you can do about it. Gotcha. So I actually think that it would see playing like 100% or close to it in five color decks. This could literally read <laughs> eight <laughs> mana, five C, you win the game, period. And it would be fine. Right? Really? We have so many eight mana sorceries. You cast it, you resolve it, you'll win the game. You don't even need your commander, right? If you want to go with that angle, like any ultimatum, like there's just so many things you can do. The other part where it's a two-part combo with your commander, there are so many two-card combos with your commander sitting in the command zone. Power level-wise, like it's not like, come on, if you resolve this eight drop, good game. Like you deserve it, right? Like you deserve it. It's not... Like what board? What do you want your eight drop to be? Like a one one? Like yeah, I should win the game, right? <laughs> I I think we say like wins the game when a lot of times what we mean is generates a lot of value. Like if you look at the ultimatums, how many of them literally make the game end right then? Maybe emergent ultimatum if you like build a combo around it. But like, what if I insurrection? Like, <laughs> like yeah. I, mean, I guess you could wrap your board in anticipation of my insurrection, but that's almost that's pretty much like win the game, right? What about other cards uh, you, what about untap? A, you add one more mana and you expropriate? You could have an empty board state, and that will still essentially win you the game, right? Like, either mm-hmm. you take what you take uh, four extra turns, or you blatant thievery four times, or some combination of both i don't think i've ever seen somebody resolve an expropriate and not win the game yep all right, all right you might I, I don't think me. coalition victory needs to be banned either so. I, I i don't <laughs> think it's like a, a particular interesting card they said it leads to anticlimactic wins but like there's tons what of about those. expropriate like there's no shortage of anticlimactic yeah, finishes in commander yeah. so <laughs> so they they just kind of like threw a dart at one sure <laughs> Who says who says insurrection was like wow that was so climactic? I mean sometimes it is, but like usually it's just like oh I guess I guess everybody had creatures on the board because that is a regular <laughs> game of commander, and I guess you just won now from nowhere. Um, I think I think also I the 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 requirement of it still requires you to have a creature of each color, so there is still even some interaction involved where you could instant speed remove you know, the five-color creature that is enabling that. Um, whereas Expropriate, you can't even do that. Insurrection, you can't even do that. Like, what are you going to do? Target or removal once creature, and then the other 50 are just going to murder you? <laughs> I mean, Insurrection isn't always lethal either. No. Like, for the entire table. Like, I don't know. I, you've won me over to the middle, right? I, I will I will accept arguments for why it should be unbanned, but... <laughs> I'm still not 100% convinced. (laughs) I I think they're in the same class, right? Like, yeah, maybe this is better than Insurrection in some cases, but, like, Insurrection is one of, like, 20 cards, right? So, But we don't play Insurrection because because it's such an anticlimactic, like, horrible way for a game to end. We just, like, we don't play it. So do we really want more of those? But if you brought this to a CEDH table, you'd be laughed out of the building, (laughs) right? Like, you cannot say that power level-wise this is important but it it kind of wrecks battle cruiser magic which i think 
we're going to see a lot of these cards when we talk about them on the ban list, but like almost every card from like 2017 forward, like Rex Battlecruiser Magic anyway, so I, I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't think, I, yeah, Battlecruiser Magic exists anymore, so yeah. I mean... <laughs> I feel like this card was originally put in a time where people did not run spot removal, right? Like that was not a, a concern of theirs. So something that was like sorcery speed, I win the game, and what? I can't... I can't wrap the board on my turn to stop it, like like an upkeep thingy. Like that would have been a major concern because you can't just be like, all right, just run Doomblade in your deck or something like that. People would be like, no, absolutely not. This is Battlecruiser Magic Rabble Rabble. It's like twenty eighteen. Mean, uh, this creature would two thousand and eight or whatever it was. It was banned. I feel like this is not a card that I like, and it would be very anticlimactic. I'm not. I'm not saying that this is a great card that I would like to see played. But, like, just, like, expropriate and, like, insurrection, I don't like seeing those played either, but I don't say they're, they should be banned and just be, like, hopefully I find games of people who don't run these cards. But I don't want to be, like, therefore it must take up a spot in the ban list uh, because I don't like it, but, like, you know, other similar cards are available. What Okay, uh, what about if it was not already banned? It shouldn't be banned, but since it's already banned... Do we really want to unleash another card that we all hate for no real good reason? I, I think unleash I mean, it because you you kill the cool deck, right? The cool deck is you have like a like five monocolored creatures, right? And you have five basic lands and your coalition victory. That's a sweet victory, right? And if someone was like degenerate enough to like run sliver. Queen or whatever, coalition victory. They could have run Golos anyways. Like, what, like what is the stop, right? They could have done yeah. something like that anyway. So, it, it, there is an actual cool use case for this. Unlike, say, balance, where you're like, what's the cool use case? I don't know, right? But this one actually has a cool use case where Watching I'm running five seed Kipkin or something, and I try to coalition victory with them, right? <laughs> the cool use of balance is that I blow up all right. my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cool use is I, is I make them discard the entire game and make them regret playing me. <laughs> Yeah, like this. This is yeah. <laughs> so, so that was that was number one. That was already a spicy one. Uh, next on the list is another another spicy one that also is banned initially uh, due to just being kind of awkward in the format, and that's biorhythm. Biorhythm also was banned in the before times, uh, long, long ago. We don't know when. Um, eight mana green sorcery. Uh, that says each player's life total becomes the number of creatures they control. Uh, the reasoning behind it is it says it was banned because it creates undesirable game states in the form of anticlimactic wins and invalidated the game up until that point, which is literally the exact same reason as Coalition yeah. Victory. So it, it creates games where you can just cast a Wrath, play a cheap creature, and then Biorhythm for the win. Great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's fine. This card should not be banned at all. And this, this is, and I don't even play that many creatures. I'm probably the person that loses to this every time. <laughs> I don't think this should be banned. I, I think it's actually a funny card. We already have Shaman of the Ways, right? <laughs> Except this one automatically happens right away. But even with that, I don't mind. It's like eight mana. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't change anything for me. If we're going to say that 8-mana I win the game is fine, then this is obviously fine. Because that's yeah. worse than 8-mana win the game. So if <laughs> if, that's our, if that's our, our judge of power level in Commander, then it should be unbanned. 
Yeah, this isn't even win the game. (laughs) It doesn't say win the game on the card anywhere. So (laughs) my fault for not having creatures. (laughs) There's even an author opinion that's posted here, whoever compiled this. It was banned a long time ago, and the quality of spells have increased dramatically since then. However, while the card itself is likely not nearly as problematic as it was many years ago, it does not add anything interesting to the format and is therefore unlikely to be unbanned. I think just I mean, ba- once again, there's no shortage of things. Entire sets of magic. If we're going to say adds nothing interesting. It's to such a it's such yeah. a lazy excuse not to unban something. It's like it's too much work to unban this card. We'd have to make an announcement and stuff. Like what? Like just what, what's the fastest way you can kill somebody with biorhythm? Assuming like you're actually jumping through the hoops, right? You have to you have to wipe the board. So the cheapest to do that would be a, like blasphemous act. That's like the Christmas land. You cast Blasphemous Act for one red mana. Then you play a cheap creature, creature, which let's say is an Ornithopter. You have an Ornithopter in your your deck for some reason because you're you're setting up the Biorhythm play. Uh, (laughs) So you Blasphemous Act, one red, Ornithopter for free. And then you still have to pay eight mana to Biorhythm and win. And then somebody can still blow up your ornithopter and, and cause a draw. Like okay, that's not a, the, the, the a Danto way. Vanguard. A Danto <laughs> Vanguard can survive. No. <laughs> you have yeah, to go mono you're... green first of all. You ley line the yeah. ley line that doubles your mana dorks. You mana dork ramp out, and then on turn three you buy rhythm and then hit them with your mana dorks. Right? That's the the feared line, but. You know, if you then had a fine. blocker, you're fine. <laughs> if you counterspelled it, if you it's mana drained this, you win. Like, what is this? Right? Oh my god, if I mana drained that and I just got to go Ugin, that would feel so good. <laughs> You'd be it's not very fun, for collusion with Prim. <laughs> yeah. It's not very fun, but when has when has Wizards of the Coast cared about fun in 2021? This is a year of, like, Hull Breacher... <sighs> An opposition agent. We've left fun. Why, the fun train has left. Why not the let station. green just do that, right? Yeah, like exactly. Like, we've, like green is already doing everything it needs to do. Why not just give it one more thing for everybody to love? Which of the coast is just like uh, where you got to rule zero everything you want. We're gonna print money, and it's gonna be miserable. But you can rule zero it. So how about biorhythm? We just rule zero it. Yeah, you get to. Uh, plus, you know that that glare that Mister Clean gives you as your life gets turned to zero is gonna be great. <laughs> Like, the artwork is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, moving on, we have an iconic card. Uh, this is uh, a land that was originally banned in 2008 and never unbanned. This is Caracas. It's a legendary land that taps for white, and it can also tap uh, to return target legendary creature to its owner's hand. This card was made in way back when, when legendary creatures were few and far between. I think it was Legends that it was it was actually printed in. Um, so yeah, it's, it was back in the day when, when legendary creatures were not really a thing. Um, and this was another card that was banned due to the prevalence and importance of legendary creatures in this particular format, uh, since everybody is like building around a legendary creature. So it's a too good at removing uh, a commander. It's too good to remove enemy commanders, just bounce them incessantly. It's also it's also taps for white, so you, we know that white's not allowed to have good things. So yeah, this card I mean, it's got to be banned. It's got to be banned. There's no way. Is, they, I, I think this is the only card we all agree on. Yeah, <laughs> this, this like warps the format yeah. too weirdly. So yeah, yeah, it's bouncing weird. your own commander or an opposing one is is very powerful. Even what about? Agrees. What, what yeah, my dog of, agrees. 
what would you think of like a nerf caracas that was like clearly a throwback to it I mean, like it enters the battlefield tapped it taps for white and then you can pay like they, four mana me, and tap exists. it too it already exists what is it it's the colorless land for you pay two and you bounce your commander back only on your turn that's pretty much uh. caracas I, I feel like, like, see, like a that real would be balanced. That, that would actually be the as balanced as you can make it. It actually it actually says on there that before 2008, they let you play it, but it had a format specific errata that you could not target commanders. So there was like a, a house rule for the entire format where you can target commanders. So if they want to make a fixed version, maybe that's it. Like return target non commander legendary permanent to your opponent to hand. And I think that would be fine. I don't. Mm. I, I I don't know if I think any land should be able to do that. I feel like it still would be too good because if you can target your own yeah. legendary creatures, I feel like it would just be too easy for like blink decks and stuff to get stupid value out of it. Imagine, but then the again, it would be a white card, hopefully, right? I would assume it'd be white. Yeah, they probably make it blue though. They would switch it to a blue card. They'd be like, "This is that's how the white's color pie." I'm sorry. It's, okay, but it, it 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 could fit in blue. I'm being honest. It, it would. I mean, it would probably fit in blue. Okay, so we're, we're okay with it being banned. Uh, all right, moving on. This is a card that was banned fairly recently. It was actually it actually showed up in a precon. Um, so it was banned after you know pre- people bought bought the card in precons. This is trade secret. This is a blue card. Uh, it's a three mana sorcery, one generic, and two blue. Uh, target opponent draws two cards, then you draw up to four cards. That opponent may repeat this process as many times as they choose. So basically, you could choose an opponent, they're going to draw at least two cards, and you're going to draw at least four cards. And then that opponent can be like, hey, in fact, I would like to draw more cards, thank you. And they repeat the process, and then you draw. they draw two, you draw four, and then they get to choose again and again how many times they want to do it. Um, so it was a ban that caught people from by surprise. Um, it, and the announcement stated that it has an unintended effect in a multiplayer game um, where, you know, unlike a two-player game where you, you and your opponent must decide whether it is better to deny, deny your opponent's cards or not, in a multiplayer game, it's more often whether by you or your opponent's drawing cards can you win faster than them at the expense of other players at the table. So it was like, Kind of if it was a feels bad for the people who weren't drawing their entire deck at the time uh, and watching the other two just gleefully draw the entire libraries. I knew it was also a collusion card in tournaments, though it was less common. Uh, but they, apparently the RC doesn't care about that. But yeah, so yeah. What do you guys think about that? I mean, y'all play with me. Y'all play with me. Yeah, you know what well, happens if you, you're going to cast it and I'm going to be the other person and we're both going to draw our entire decks every time. Like... Is that something we want for three mana? Just like turn three, me and Tomer draw our entire decks? I would say that that's probably not healthy because of people like me. <laughs> yeah. If I, I know people like me it. didn't exist, it would <laughs> be fine. But... Format. <laughs> how does this card even work, by the way? I'm reading the card. Does the opponent get to choose how many times they want to redo this? Yes. Yes. So yes. Your Can't they just controls. mill you out then? You, you target them once and they're like, well, all right, draw until you die. You draw up to four. So you can oh, oh, okay. you can control how many you draw. <laughs> right. and, that, yeah, yeah that, makes, that makes more sense. Or else this card wouldn't. Would be bad. <laughs> I, I I agree with Seth. I think, yeah. I 
Like you can't have like two people will just draw their decks and then it's effectively a two player game. You just remove two players somehow and at the low, low cost of three mana. Yeah. Uh, if this was just simply do it once, I think it would be fine. But because you can just like take your whole deck, uh, you basically cut two players out of the game. And like, why wouldn't you draw all those cards, right? Like, then it's essentially a one v one. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> who says no to that? Nobody's gonna say no. To that. Like, I'm I'm staunch supporter of, of of always paying the one for risk study. But if somebody is like, hey, I'm gonna draw four and you're gonna draw two, and you could do this as many times as you wish, I'd be like, huh, heck yeah, heck yeah, of course, <laughs> sure, you could draw double of me. I don't care. Yeah. Although this would make Hull Breacher pretty good. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Keep it banned. Keep it banned. Um, all right. So we're pretty pretty good on this, keeping it banned. Uh, next up, we got another blue card. Blue is, is doing a pretty good showing here, actually. Um, this is a sorcery that was originally banned in 2009. Gifts Ungiven. This is a four mana, or sorry, it's an instant. It's a four mana instant, three and a blue. Search your library for up to four cards with different names and reveal them. Target opponent chooses two of those cards, put the chosen cards into your graveyard and the rest into your hand, then shuffle your library. So it's kind of like a super tutor. Uh, you, you target an opponent um, with four cards that you tutored up. Uh, two of them go into the graveyard, two of them go to your hand. It's kind of like a uber factor fiction in a way. Um, so it was banned in 2009 and it was put on a watch list and then it was axed and, uh, it was a single combo card that tutored up your two card combo and a way to recur it. So basically you, you found your combo card and then you would have like regrowth and eternal witness as your other two. So it didn't really matter that your opponents would be say like those, your combo cards go to the graveyard. You can't keep it because you'll just recur it afterwards. Um, and it was at the time completely contrary to the EDH vision. Um. Yeah, it's just too strong. That's what yeah, this this is just too good. It's probably too good, especially with so many graveyard decks. It's too good. <laughs> I I mean, like, yeah, like as Tomer had mentioned, there's really no way this could go wrong, right? You just make sure as long as you don't mess up your own piles or whatever, uh, then then you're fine. Have you guys heard of? 2021 opposition agent have you heard of graveyard hate <laughs> right like i mean yeah but that's that's like they aren't committing anything in their deck to like i mean i would probably still play graveyard hate anyway it's buried alive too but like this is also instant speed you <laughs> right, can do yeah. this you can do this essentially the turn the end step before your turn and then what what's your graveyard you, you won't always have graveyard hate at instant speed to deal with it and I, it's I legit it's just a super tutor so and it's any four cards, yeah. unlike Buried Alive, which is only creatures. So you can get spell-based combos, like any any two cards that win you the game, and you're guaranteed to get it at instant speed. Yeah. It's like a four times in Tomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. it could be strong, but was it one of the rules they don't ban based on power level? Uh, okay, so the, the, I, I omitted some of the explanation. <laughs> Although the philosophy of Commander has shifted <laughs> in the past 10 plus years towards a more laissez-faire. No, man. I'm, I'm Laissez-faire. La, laissez-faire. Got it. I'm a Canadian. Places. I'm getting schooled Places. by Seth on, on French. All right. <laughs> uh, attitude of banning cards solely for being combo enablers. Uh, the RC seemed to feel the gifts is still just over the edge. 
you know, Thassa's Oracle would have never seen a printing if the RC saw it in like 2012, right? If this was printed today, I don't think people would be like, wow, we should ban this. But I, I, because historically it's been banned and it's like somewhat powerful, I could, you know, I could see it staying there, but I mean, I, I just don't see like, yeah, it's instant speed, but eh, like, I think it's interact. busted. I think this it, card is absolutely busted. At risk of getting us off track on something that we should do a whole episode on, I just don't want more powerful tutors in Commander. Like, I feel like powerful tutors make Commander less fun, so... Yep. Yep. Yeah. Tell that to Wizards, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, like, what Wizards is printing go <laughs> goes against everything the Rules Committee, like, their, their spirit guidelines or whatever, right? And what they use to put cards on the ban list. So when we look at these cards and we compare them to 2021 cards, we're like, yeah, there's this other card that just does it better. So why is this banned? Right? I don't think, kind of I don't think other cards do Gifts Ungiven better. Though. Yeah. I think this card is kind of bananas. Steam Augury. <laughs> Steam. Factor <laughs> Fiction I'll, I'll, is legal. I'll, I'll Therefore, this one's legal. No. I'll, I'll give you guys that. I'll give you guys that. It is strong. I think even in 2021 standards, this card is, is definitely is, like... Is, it, is it an auto slot in every CEDH deck? I think so. Yeah. I would assume I, so. I, I would also just play it any deck that could. Pretty much. Okay, then then I'll give it I'll give it the thumbs up on staying banned. <laughs> oh. All right, moving on. We got uh, a creature. Hey, a creature shows up. Wait, is it? Yeah, that is a creature. I was looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> yes, Grizzle Brand, creature. Grizzle Brand is indeed a creature, Tom. Okay, all right. It's, it's one of the creatures, help. actually. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I know. I was looking at. I clicked Grindstone by accident. We'll get to Grindstone. Uh, a Grizzle Brand. Uh, this is an iconic card from Innistrad, original Innistrad. This is a, uh, I had to count it, eight mana, <laughs> eight mana, a legendary black creature, 7-7, uh, seven, seven, which was controversial because it was an eight mana 7-7 seven, seven that paid seven life, that drew seven cards. And people were like, Wizards of the Coast, why, why didn't you just make it seven and keep it all, all, all thing? But this was, this was Wizards of the Coast when they cared about uh, balance and stuff like that. Um, or at least I tried. Um, so this is a flying lifelink. Pay seven life, draw seven cards. You can do it at instant speed. There's no there's no restrictions behind it. You just activate it to pay seven life, draw seven cards, instant speed, how many times you want to do it, whenever you feel like doing it. Um, and uh, so there was banned in 2012. Um, it was it, when it was spoiled, everybody kind of figured it was busted and treated it as like a Yogmut's bargain. Um, and soon after, soon after it was released, the next ban list cycle, uh, it was banned. <laughs> I mean, maybe we just jump Ryagmas Bargain in here too, because it's basically the same thing, but not a creature. Yeah. Like yeah. if you got forty life and you can pay one life to draw a card and it goes into your hand immediately, unlike waiting yeah. a turn like Necro, it's too good for the format with forty life. Like the cards are like kind of somewhat a little balanced if you start with twenty life. But 40 life, it's just, it's too much card draw that comes into your hand immediately. The but fact that you can also reanimate Gristlebrand for eight, right? Like, yeah, no, no one is. So no one's casting it for eight and drawing, right? Who cares about that one? It's the reanimate. And yeah. In the reanimate sense, that's a lot more combo pieces you need than uh, bargain, right? Bargain's yeah. a one card combo. Yeah. Uh, this one you need to into well, reanimate and then do this. So I feel yeah, this but, is a lot but, more balanced. Bargain but, but, requires you to actually pay six mana. Grizzlebrand only requires you to pay one mana for Entomb and one for Reanimate. 
But that's it's a lot cards. easier to right. get that's a Grizzle correct. brand on board than it is yeah. to reanimate a bargain. Sure. I, I mean, and it doesn't seem that hard to ramp into it. You're black. You got all the mana doublers. You got Cabal Coffers, Urborg. Like, making eight mana in black doesn't seem like a stretch. You could even you could even have your command zone, and you could have Jeweled Ooh. Lotus now. Ooh, if this is <laughs> yeah, Lotus, Legacy staple, Jeweled Lotus. <laughs> Legacy staple. Very balanced card that I'm sure is not busted or anything. Um, cool. I, I feel um, this one so, will not st stand the test of time. Like Wizards will keep printing bigger and bigger creatures that you can reanimate, and as long as reanimation is a thing, you're gonna always have this threat of like. It was balanced at 10 mana, but if I can reanimate it up for one, it is like absurdly broken. They've tried the shuffle into library clause, but they don't always do it. Right? You well, I mean, that's, they have that up their sleeve for literally over a decade now. Um, so when they choose not to shuffle it, they want you to reanimate it. Yeah. So they want you to reanimate Grizzlebrand. And as it turns out, you know, maybe in a 20 life format, they were okay with this in Legacy, but in Commander, when you it's have double that, all, it's broken in the 24, yeah. 20 life formats anyway. They thought right? they probably thought it was fine. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, it's fine. So, uh, do we do we want this unbanned? Is the question. Nah, uh? this 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 should stay on the ban list. I I would like to see it unbanned. <laughs> I think it doesn't matter. It, like, it, so if this was legal, would the CEDH meta be totally warped and like broken? I don't think so. All right? I think this is just another kind of deck you could play, and you would have the existing CEDH decks play, and like, there's diversity, right? That's it. Uh, is it broken in a casual table? Yes, but so is playing Thassa's Oracle. So I don't know, right? <laughs> like Thassa's Oracle is not inherently broken, though. If you just play it for, if you just like play a Thassa's Oracle in your deck. And if you if just you're not play Crystal Brand without coffers or reanimation, it's probably fine. I don't <laughs> know if I cast if I, yeah, even just fairly casting this. I think it's I don't too, know, just it's casually too much. draw fourteen or whatever the immediate time you you cast it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see. I I see this card as like if it's if it's available and if it if, if it's available and unbanned, I would see every black deck just run it. Like why wouldn't you? It's just like, do you want card draw in your deck? Yes or no. But, but okay, we just said, like, this. eight mana you win the game was, like, kind of fine, right? This is eight mana you win the game if you cast fairly, right? But if it's not eight it mana. This, yeah, this is not eight. This and, is, and all black decks run reanimation. Not, yeah. not the actual reanimate, but they run Anime some dead. Yeah, I, like... I also think that, like, judging it by CDH is probably... Like, if, the, if our standard is, is this going to be a staple in CDH... I think you just unban the whole list. Like yeah. maybe there's two or like That's the power nine, <laughs> and you just unban it all. Like because CDH is a whole different animal than what but most. Why wouldn't you take play. all the CEDH cards and ban them from Commander then? Like using that exact logic, right? Like why is Thassa's Oracle Demonic Consultation not too strong for normal Commander, but Gristlebrand too strong? Because for people commander. don't run Thassa's Oracle Consultation in a casual table, but they can. Yeah, and you can you just don't run Gristlebrand at a casual table, right? But just people like you don't run will bonus. run Gristlebrand. Uh, Gristlebrand, though, it's like a big Timmy demon. Like someone's gonna like see Gristlebrand yeah. and be like, "Whoa, it's a seven-seven with life link. That's so cool!" Like, okay, so, and not so realize that, that it's draw thirty-five. Then, yeah, okay, I can see. <laughs> yeah, that. it's like what that. will actually what will people actually play at tables? People would, will not run Thassa's Oracle Consultation, or else we would have seen it happen often. But like Gristlebrand, I'm like. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people will not run Grizzlebrand in their casual decks, but 
I have a feeling like this is like Cyclonic Rift or like Rhystic Study or something like that, where it's a good card in CDH, but it's also a good card in Casual and will have a ton of appeal. Yeah. But it okay. sucks that such a cool casual card can't be played. <laughs> I want to play big scary demon with hooks on his hand, right? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I I love Gristlebrand. I just don't think it's great for the format. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we are moving into the zone of other stuff. Seth, you called it other stuff. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we'll go for that. We'll go for. I think uh, we, we'll we go for. Miss- the middle uh, one. I don't start. Know. What about braids? No, no. We're, we're going to leave that that topic at the end. Trust oh, okay. has Which, a huge. I want to leave that because I have <laughs> I have a rant brewing. Um, all right, we're moving on to another card that we can all agree or disagree about. Uh, this is Iona Shield of Ameria. This is a nine mana white legendary <laughs> creature angel seven seven flying. So it's a big 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 chonker. And it says, when it enters the battlefield, you choose a color. Your opponents can't cast spells of the chosen color. This was originally banned in 2019. What? That's fairly recent. That feels too soon. I feel like that was older. Really? 2019? Sounds about right. It was one of the July 2019. Wow. Crazy. All right. So uh, for many years, it was considered to have a sufficiently high mana cost and represented a big, splashy creature that was part of a tribe enjoyed by casual players, uh, both of which combined uh, with relatively low usage allowed her to remain legal. However, the RC acknowledged that the card itself was not part of a strategy that was enjoyed or promoted by Commander, a.k.a. themselves. Um, tipping point came with the formation of the Commander Advisory Group, who near unanimously thought it should be banned. This combined with the modest voices against her within the community that have been very vocal for many years ca- uh, caused the RSC to eventually ban her. So the, the reason why it was banned is because it shuts off, uh, it can partially shut off uh, the most represented color at the table or shut off one person uh, completely. Like if you are like a mono color deck and they choose that color, uh, you will only be able to cast colorless spells uh, until until Iona is removed, um, and also also the incentive the the table doesn't have an incentive to remove her if they're not locking themselves out with her. So if like some mo- poor mono red player gets locked out, they're like, well, I'm not playing red, so sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, I think this card is totally fine. In that exact situation that you just brought up, I think it's actually pretty funny. I'm sure somebody in the RC just got logged out and said, all right, this is, this has got to go. No, it wasn't the RC. It was the Commander Advisory Group. Oh, still it. same situation. Because the thing here is this card is totally fine. <laughs> I've if never the, If, like, this the one person... Yeah, like... I I would name green every time. By the way, if I just played this, I don't even care if there's anybody <laughs> there's no green at the table. players. <laughs> yeah, like I would just name it. But like this this card, just I don't know. Power it doesn't. Move. It's good. It's powerful. But I think there's so many things in Commander that can be just as broken and and produce the same gameplay or the same outcome. So I think this is totally fine. I agree yeah. with the reasoning. Where, like, you don't want to lock out a single player, it creates asymmetry, but I don't agree with the card ban because they're not consistent with it at all, right? Like, Blood Moon locks out half the table. Stacks, you know, there's, like, all... (laughs) We've had games of Commander Clash where this happens, right? Where, like, I'm playing Mono Black, Krim's playing a bunch of, like, pro-black stuff. It's over for me, right? I can't do anything, right? They're not going to remove those cards from the format, 
So why is Iona getting kind of, you know, be made a lesson of or whatever, right? Like, I think Iona's perfectly fine if yeah. you're going to keep all the other cards, but um, it's just not consistent. So for consistency reasons, ban them all or keep them all. And don't just, like, put one eight-drop angel out to pasture, right? Or nine, I guess, nine-drop. <laughs> Yeah, I I've never understood why they banned this card. Honestly, I think someone it really got is real someone, salty. There. Someone like, got yeah, wrecked by someone got salty. Banned, banned. They, they were asking the table like, please get rid of Iona. They're like, nah, not until you put it on the ban list. <laughs> if you hate it, so if if Iona was such a problem, then the RC would just ban it, and they're like. Two years, like five years later, they're on the rules. They're all the commander advisory group. They're like, finally, it's my time. I'll get you, Jim. <laughs> I'll get you, Jim, for what you did to me five years ago. Shows you. <laughs> yeah, the blood moon's okay. <laughs> Back to basics, blood moon. There's so many things you could do. Iona. Oh no, I'm shut off for playing all cards, only colorless cards. Blood Moon. Three mana. Oh no, I'm shut off from only playing colorless cards. What's the difference? I don't know. Oh boy. Oh, good time. What's funny is it's nine mana to play this thing, right? Like if this was like a one drop. Yeah. <laughs> right? How like is it banned in 2019? You jump to get like, to I, this. I would understand if it was banned I mean, in like 2008 and like they didn't know what, what's up. Yeah. You know? one, like, something even worse than that is like contamination and that's legal. So like. <laughs> And is, I never remember anyone playing this card. Like, when they banned it, that was always my thing. I was like, people played this? Like, I never remember ever seeing an Iona. Like, it, it's Iona. not like it was, it was some staple. Like, I was this, Iona this is a Tober metagame it. card. We're gonna, like, it's, it's mono white weak, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Tober will bring Iona. <laughs> I, bring an I bring an artifact deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's the only time something like this is, like, absolutely, like, bonkers. But, like, this is, I just feel, like, kind of not really I would, good. I would unban this in a heartbeat. I can't believe they banned it in 2019. Yeah, I'm, and the I'm more RC at the they didn't think it was it. an issue. The RC who thought like, what is the RC thought of a lot of strange things. <laughs> we just talked about like biorhythm, and they're like, even the the Bane biorhythm crowd were like, Iona's. Iona's this, fine. This, this reminds me. Remember, Tomer, your story about what was it? Your faster internet or whatever. You you couldn't get it at your building. So you joined the board, you ran for board, got on, got the faster internet, and then left the board. <laughs> like, I feel like someone pulled a fast one on us getting onto the advisory just to get a I, I cannot verify, for the sake of my own, for my, the sake of my own uh, official standing in this condo, uh, I cannot confirm nor deny the story. Uh, I came with only the purest intentions to get my bell fiber. Uh, which I was succeeded on. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yes, in this hypothetical situation, yes, this is this feels very similar. <laughs> uh, all right, so I don't know. We're, we're going to find... Oh, we have a spicy one now, folks. Oh, this is going to be... This is going to be some good hashtag discourse. Uh, it's a green card that everybody loves and loves. Uh, Primeval Titan. This is four mana, two green, six, six, for a big old creature, Trample. Uh, whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, you may search your library for up to two land cards. Not basic lands, any lands. Put them onto the battlefield tap, and then shuffle your library. This was banned in 2012, so like a year after Commander was an official format and everything like that. 
Uh, one of the it, the author states that it's one of the most contentious bands to date. At the time of its ban, it was widely played and loved by rules committee and players alike. Uh, the announcement doesn't go into much detail, mentioning only how prevalent ramp strategies were, uh, as well as its ubiquity and effect on the game. And there was a lot of people saying like how it was a commonly a target for bribery to steal it from an opponent, to clone it, to animate that. So the entire the entire format or the games were for were warped around Primeval Titan's presence on the battlefield. People would be just like copying it and and stealing it and reanimating it, and it was just like, uh, yeah, it it was it was too strong and too ubiquitous, and uh, just you know the format kind of revolved around it. I I don't know. I just, every, everything does this in in 2019 forward, right from green. So like I I don't see the difference in power level here. It's just like okay, what 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 does that do? All right, sure, it's just another ramp spell that gets uh, two lands. I think this is totally fine in commander. I know that it can get some pretty like pretty broken. It'll be combos. like field every time. It's gonna be field of the dead and yeah. Suva or something. But, like, but I, I was like, how what hard was it is it to get that? To get? <laughs> that right. they were so scared of this card. Like 20, yeah. 21, I can understand we, we with Golos, all our broken lands, and that's in our hate, command zone. <laughs> so I hate like, this card. Yeah, this this card is. That's fine. You can just have it. Oh no! <laughs> Primeval Titan's gotta stay. I man. hate this it's card. So I, I hate this card too. I despise it's like, this card. It's like a it's like an uber Golos though. Golos Golos costs five and gets you one land when it enters the battlefield. Primeval Titan gets you two lands when it enters the battlefield for one more mana, and then if it attacks, you get two more. But it doesn't go to your command zone, right? A, it dies. Yeah, that, would even, that would make this even <laughs> right. more balanced, right? It's like, a green creature. How many ways do you have to find a green creature in a green deck? Yeah, but it's also not hard to do what Primeval Titan does in green. I feel really? like this is just too good at what I mean, it like, does. sure, the attack. There's not that much ramp that how are you gonna do any it in, land, how, right? Like, uh, I mean, if we're compared to, like, explosive vegetation or something, like, that's... It's a 6-6 six, six trample that gets you lands every turn, like... I don't sure, think there's anything play, close play to removal, removal though. Like, like play more <laughs> removal in your format. That's, that's I think uh, if it I only got basics, too, if it only got basics, it'd be okay. Yeah. If it only got basics, it'd be fine. But in a world where it gets the 2021 cards, we see it in modern. Like, I want Primeval yeah. Titan banned in modern because it's getting Field of the Dead in other like uh, you know Mystical Sanctuary like. I feel like because we have so many busted lands now, Primeval Titan's actually worse than it was in 2012. I can't think of a single card that is as like as good at what Primeval Titan does. Like I think it's still busted even in 2021 Magic, which is saying something, right? Like I don't uh, know. Like it's so it's true. It, the the lands that it can get, it just keeps getting better and better. It um, gets lands better yeah. than anything else, sure. and haste is so ubiquitous. Like you just put a lightning grease on it or whatever, right? Like and you're good. You, I don't you know. know. Did you, I, silly. Did you say ubiquitous just because we've read it like a million times in this yes. document? Because I don't think I've ever heard you say. Because <laughs> the RC says that's one of its reasons for banning something ubiquitous. I also right, had right. to. I also had to call you up to get uh, the the pronunciation. Um, I think you nailed it. Thank I, you. I, I think 2021. Makes a strong case for this to be banned. I don't see why it would be banned in 2012 or whatever they did. Um, but like Golos is just to be. I feel over time this will look more and more dated, right? Like you're you're basically banning it because it's a tutor and kind of like Seth said, like our tutor's too good in Commander because what you can tutor now is getting ridiculous. But right? it's how so, efficient the tutor is as well. I feel like this is yeah. like an uber efficient tutor. 
Yeah, but I, mean, I, I think it will just get worse and worse over time. But with like 2022 yeah. lands, it'll get worse. <laughs> but power level wise, I don't think it's a problem. But I do think it's a problem in that every deck would run it, and you know that you have that, that would be the only thing for issue. me. Which is like, yeah, sure, I guess every deck would run it. Uh, but power level wise, I don't think it's any more broken than anything else that's going on in Commander. So, <laughs> like this, this is like a very good card. Don't don't. Like, I am not saying this card, like, is weak or it sucks. Like, this is not, like, an Iona thing. This this is just a very powerful card. But there's a lot of that already. And I legit feel like I see this... Like, even without it in the format, I see green decks already finding ways to just cheat out lands and do it very well. So, and get all these powerful cards. So, like, to me, it's just like, sure, they have another tool. Whatever. You can rule zero this. <laughs> I think once they print better Primeval Titan, then I'll be like, all right, remove... Just come on, Prime Just join the club. But is, is I feel Golos like we haven't got really better prime time. I I, I think I Golos think so. is. It's is, just that Golos was five C, right? If Golos yeah. was monocolored, it'd just be literally better prime time, right? Yeah. yeah. If, if Golos was able to activate for mono green. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the last thing it needs. But yeah, it's <laughs> really. That, I mean, that's that's Urza level at that. Golos point, right? being able to tutor me, like sure, one land, <laughs> but having that activated ability makes up for the second land that you're not getting, and the fact that it's your commander does more for the like uh, scares me significantly more than Primeval Titan, and that is that is why. But you'd face Primeval Titan like a million times yeah. more because it goes in yeah, everything from mono green to two color, three color, four color, five color. Sh- when sure. Golos is like literally pretty everyone. narrow in what it can go in. But my white catch-up ramp would finally work. <laughs> I, we, we have to do, we have to do a no-ban commander sometime because I really want to show, I really want to show Krim. I mean, it's not time. like I haven't played against Brian. <laughs> I, mean, I know we, we, what we it does. We've played plenty of modern. We know yeah, what this yeah. card does. I know what it does. I, I despise the... I, as I've said, I despise the card. I just Here's don't think Field of the Dead. <laughs> That's Here, literally my Basuma. whole 2019. That's my entire 2019. I face Field of the Dead for a year. <laughs> so, like, to me, I'm, like, totally hardened by everything, I guess. Okay, well, we have a, we actually have a spiritual successor to uh, Primetime that was printed afterwards, and I have no idea what Wizards of the Coast was thinking with this one. Um, <laughs> this is Sylvan Primordial, which, you know, evokes definitely some Primetime vibes. Uh, this is a, another green card. It's a seven mana, uh, five generic, and, and two uh, green for a six eight with reach. And when it enters the battlefield, for each opponent, destroy target non-creature permanent that uh, player controls. And for each permanent destroyed this way, search your library for a forest card. Not a basic forest, but any forest card. Put that yeah, onto the battlefield tap. Then shuffle your library. So basically, in a four-player free-for-all game, you would have three opponents. Um, you would destroy uh, three non-creature permanents, one for each opponent. And then you would uh, ramp uh, three times. And at the very least, um, you, would be, you could blow up still lands. So... Even if your opponents just have like one land on the battlefield and you ramp this out super, super fast, uh, you can still blow up their lands, you know, and, and ramp three. So ramp three, destroy three for seven mana. It's an enter the battlefield effect. You also what do you all the, think about the this? The, see, this this is a little bit different to me because this oh. blows up my lands. And like, I, I think this would be closer to being on the ban list, but I still also don't care if this is taken off either. Because... <laughs> I, I I think this is closer to me to being on the ban list, but I think it could also be unbanned. So you think this is a better card than Prime, Prime Time? I find this a little more annoying. I Ooh. find this one a little more annoying. 
but I don't I don't think it's this should also be banned either. I actually think this card's pretty fine. Like it's seven. Oof. If we're if we're gonna go with Oof. seven seven mana is fine to win the game. This doesn't even come close to winning the game. It blows up three non. Like seriously, we're because isn't that where we're going with seven mana sorcery speed? Should be fine. You should win the game if you resolve that. Eh? Sure. This doesn't sure. even I come mean, close to winning the game. It blows up a couple of signets and gives you three. You go from seven to ten mana. Like what's that even? Like what? It what doesn't do even matter. I, I, I matter? care. I care that it's putting you ahead while also Those setting me back signets. resource. That's <laughs> the only thing. I don't. That's the biggest mark against it. I of don't. Of course, like the Panarmonicon player would be like, "Oh yeah, this is better. Fine. I can. I can buy Eurocles." I can see the concern about like blinking it or something and blowing up everyone's stuff. You just like, Armageddon okay. with upside. <laughs> but and really not an Armageddon. It's one Armageddon. land per person. This is one you like, hit like blink this to eternity and they cry and it's like it's an Armageddon that puts you up in lands instead of destroying your own. And that is why I'm scared. It's Are you telling absurd. me it's a dead eye navigator combo to what? <laughs> no, we don't have any of those. How can how can <laughs> we ever deal with this? card. There's the no... fact that it's a creature. If this was just a sorcery or something, I would be like, yeah, it's sure, a sorcery, yeah. whatever. If yeah. it was, it's like a attached creature with an enter the battlefield trigger. It's just like we can't once. just reanimate this. It's, it's not prime time where it attacks and continually does it, right? It does it once. It's bad ramp and like good removal, right? Like for, Which... for seven mana, have I can ramp way out by more than primordials and it shows. I mean, can't you can't you do the same thing with a uh, Terastodon? No, like, it's blow, th blow three things. Like you break it a bunch three. of times, you blow up everything. Like, and then they it, beat you. Like, what's the difference? Elephants. It, the difference here is that this has reach, so that's why <laughs> it, it's a stronger card. But it's a fair creature, right? You play this, you kill it, whatever, right? You, like, if you cast an ultimatum, I'd be much more concerned. I would, I would be able to fly. I would be able to fly over a terastodon. Terastodon <laughs> also costs eight. <laughs> Uh, I, I would not jam this in every green deck. I would jam prime time in every green deck. That's true. I think prime time's a lot worse. Still in primordial, I do not want unbanned. I feel like it was. It's. I was around when when uh, prime still in primordial. It was very much like everybody who took out like prime time put in still in primordial, and it was just obnoxious to deal with constantly. Like everybody was running. Everybody was running it. Um, and then just blinking it and reanimating it and all that nonsense. Oh, no. um, so green I was like, absolutely. In Magic the Gathering. I was using yeah, well, it. <laughs> it okay, it's okay, okay. Like, Here, it's... Here's the question Say you're Krim and you have a counter spell, and you know Tomer's casting Sylvan Primordial on his turn, and Seth is casting Zendikar Resurgent. I would, I would, counter, I would counter Zendikar Resurgent. <laughs> right? Like, it's pretty close. Like, I don't know what the right answer is, but it's not like a slam dunk I'll do Primordial. Yeah, right? like, it's, I, it's would, pretty I would, close. I would, uh, I would counter the Primordial. Blow up three I, things. What if you have nothing? What if they just take yeah, away? Like, right? You blow up your like land. land. Okay. Or, or, or like, say, land. like, one of those, like, eight mana, like, put a land into play for each land you control. Like, one of those, like, mega ramp spells we have at seven or eight. Would you counter that, or would you counter Sylvan Primordial? Like, I would, uh, I would counter it's, Primordial. It's close. <laughs> I, I, I can understand it being, like, <laughs> yeah, Crater Hoof. Like, yeah. there's so many things that just, like, win the game for seven or eight mana. Is this real? It's, like... You have Fine. a ton of lands by that point. I just don't Is like that it's one really that well, painful. I just don't this like that it's really creature. a four drop. Fledgling Osprey does not appreciate the reach, okay? But it doesn't mean it needs to be banned. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
I, 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 I don't know that reach reluctant. though. That reach is pretty bad. Like I, it's got to be it. That's the tipping point. Like, I would reluctantly keep this this one un un unbanded, but like, oh my goodness, I just, oh my god, and then they just see it everywhere, and I'm just so. It is a good card. It I a want to bomb it every single time I see this stupid card cast. The ubiquity say, 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 might be the, the ubiquity <laughs> might be, be an issue. It's ubiquitous. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it was definitely it, it was a card which be, became ubiquitous into green. That's what it says in the first line. Yeah, very much like prime prime time, except it blew up people's lands. And RC's like, "Oh, you blew up my land. You got banned." See, like this, <laughs> this I feel like is way more understandable to me in Commander for banning. But I like, I still Gosh. don't think it should be banned. All right, all right. Well, if there was a meter, there's prime time here. Then slightly ahead of it to me is Sylvan Primordial, but neither of them should be banned. All right, fine. Well, all right. Let's move on to another card that also created field sand by blowing up lands. It's Sundering Titan. Uh, this is an eight mana artifact creature golem. Seven ten. When it enters the battlefield or leaves the battlefield, choose a land of each basic land type, then destroy those lands. This is banned originally in two thousand and twelve and was never put up for consideration to unban. Um, the author says, "File this under cards which should be have have been banned eight years earlier." <laughs> Announcement states that it was. Wow. So, uh, I can feel the sodium. Right know, from- the, the, the author of whoever compiled this is definitely not as uh, keen about this card. Um, so the the problem is twofold. First of all, it's a potent land destruction card, and Arceus is not like land destruction, except for the ones they've left unbanned. Um, <laughs> achieved by building your deck around it and running mostly non-basic lands, then bouncing, flickering, I... and reanimating the Titan over and over again. So it's a creature. It's easy to abuse its enter the battlefield ability, or too easy to. Um, and if you build around it, it's... Uh... I think the biggest thing is that it's colorless for me. Mm. It's an artifact, so you can goblin welder it in and yeah. stuff too. But but I don't know. There's a lot of land destruction that yeah, it's, like so, there's just no consistency. So the, this is eight they mana. Said it was un, they said the philosophy. They said it was against the philosophy because unfun. Unfun. RC. Yeah. What about blood moon? What about RC? I, you're like, not having I, fun the way they intended. <laughs> intended, Seth. All right. It's so you're it's not allowed eight. to play it. It's eight mana. It blows up somewhere between one and five lands or something. To make an Arab again, you got to combo with it. You got to play it. Why don't you just like blow up the lands? Like play a Blood Moon. Like, come on. I don't like, sure. Like, is it fun? Okay. No, but why? Well, like, what is the consistency? It's better than what Armageddon, they to ban? Right? Because you can save your lands, right? You, the idea is you build your deck in a way such that you don't get wrecked by it. You wreck all your opponents. Yeah. But that same argument is made with Blood Moon. <laughs> right, so but blood moon can only happen in a in on a, turn three. Well, no, <laughs> on turn three. Yeah, it can only, it can only happen yeah. in, in, in like a basic land heavy deck or a mono red deck. Also, yes. the 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 second reason they said is uh, the the answer to this is greedy mana bases. So so encourage people to run like five color. Non they do basic that. heavy. They do that already. Right. That already yeah. exists. I. I wouldn't argue for this coming unbanned, but I 
don't see any consistency with how was yeah. uh, how the RC band stuff that mess with lands and resources. Consistency isn't part of their philosophy. They actually let the, they let it they let the record show. Oh yeah, that's right. They have that little. Foot Remember they, they they ban things to set an example of what they they can and they they encourage in the format. So like they don't like artifacts. Purpose. That's the the message they're sending. Like don't play artifact creatures. I think it's message, golems. It's golems. I feel the RC creatures with reach. The power level discussion. Golems. <laughs> <laughs> Trample so and, and Primeval yeah. Titan. So which, which is <laughs> which is more egregious? Which is worse for the format, Sundering Titan or a, uh, Sylvan Primordial? You think? Mm. They're kind of close. I think Sundering Titan. <laughs> Sundering Titan, I guess, is a little more problematic in that this is a colorless card, whereas Primordial, you'll only see that in a green deck or decks that play green, which is like every deck in Commander, anyways. But the thing here is, this is. Slightly more easy to like build around, and Sundering Titan can go after mm. one player. Like at least with Primordial, <laughs> everyone loses Grim. one. You can <laughs> yeah. with Sundering Titan be like, hey, you're play playing basics. five colors. What are you talking about you lose five lands. No one else loses anything. So I think that would make it worse. Seth's this is, blood. This is closer to Iona than this card. Right? It's a. I, I make half the table feel bad in some way, whereas. Primordial is just like value engine, right? It's just like I paid some mana, drew a lot of cards, and cast some spells for free. This is like I lock someone out of the game. And then I blink it and do it again. <laughs> well, also it also blows up ten lands, right? Because it also when it leaves the battlefield. So even even if you like if you put it on well, the battlefield and then it, it dies, you to, yeah, yeah, right. But it, it, I guess really no, it doesn't matter because if you exile it, it still leaves. Still the leaves a battlefield. You can't you can't get around it. You have to like stifle the trigger. Um, yeah. So this card's yeah, it does sound a little bit awful. Like what, what would what would the format gain from having Sundering Titan? I feel Nothing. like this is just like a crim card. Like he just runs it. <laughs> well, yeah, but the thing here is the way I would build it is it would hit me too, right? Like I played Bear yeah. of the Heavens and I didn't mind blowing up my own lands with zero ways to kill you. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. We're kind of we're kind of okay keeping it banned, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it could stay banned. Okay, that's fine. All right. Moving on. We have only a few cards left. Uh, three more. Um, this is recurring nightmare. This is a card like I keep forgetting exists actually in the game. Uh, this is a three mana black enchantment, two and black. Um, and it says sacrifice a creature and return recurring nightmare to its owner's hand to put target creature card from your graveyard onto the battlefield. And you can play this as a sorcery. Uh, I'm looking at the Oracle text real quick. Yeah, no, that's the same thing. Okay. Um, this was originally banned in tw uh, 2008, so really early on. According to the banlist announcement, it was banned for being extremely powerful for its mana cost. It has a reusable effect that cannot be stopped with enchantment removal. What? You what? Can, you can sack and like yeah. No, you, you can, can only play it as response. a sorcery. You can cast it as a sorcery. Yes. Wait, wait. No, you can only you can only activate it as a sorcery. It oh. as a sorcery. Yeah, I don't oh. know why it can't be removed. <laughs> I mean, you can play it and sack it at the same time before someone gets priority, but. 
yeah. have graveyard hate, but then you're like, you have to have graveyard hate. I, I, I think this, this is died still, to disenchant. This what? Thing, this, uh, well, someone some clearly died bad. to Gristlebrand recurring nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, I got rid of the Gristlebrand, but the recurring nightmare cancels. <laughs> all right, so so going, continuing it, it lets you abuse come into play abilities repeatedly. More if your graveyard is sufficiently stocked. It's entirely possible that once you draw recur, it is the only spell you'll want to play for the rest of the game. Uh, expanding, it's difficult to remove once it is in play because returning the card to your hand is part of the cost. The only way to effectively deal with it are counter spells or discard effects or instant speed. Graveyard, rem- I'm so confused. Why are they saying it's what am you I missing here? <laughs> if you play any answer, it's fine, but you know, <laughs> no, it says it's it's it's, a, it's the only ways to deal with it are counter spells, discard effects, or instant speed. Why don't you just blow up the enchantment? I'm so confused. Like it's the speed removal. You need they don't mention that as so, an option. So 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 basically, you play recurring nightmare before anyone else gets a chance to do it. You activate it; it's uh, back in your hand. Play it, do it again. So uh, if you just play it and leave it sit on the battlefield, you hold priority, then you can get blown yeah. out. But basically, it's, if you play it well, you, there's never a window to disenchant. It. It's that like buyback sack of Okay, feature. I get that. Uh, so yeah, it's like a buyback spell. Like you just I, cast it, hold priority. A bounce yeah. that your opponents can't actually blow it up. That that's a little bit annoying. I actually think this is the one of the ones that could stay on the ban list. Yeah, this seems this seems degenerate. I just wanna I just wanna loot mold drifters. I think it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I sure. may be the Panermonicon player, this? but loot mold drifters. It's literally <laughs> just literally any Seth deck. <laughs> it's a sack my solemn, get back mold drifter, sack mold drifter, get flibblefip, have a panharmonic on out. They were He's afraid of every time. solemn simulacrum and kakusho. <laughs> I don't I think, think there's any. This is the cost. It's so it's so cheap. It is cheap. It is and repeatable. It's, it's, it is hard. This, to that's the problem. With, I think is also the issue. So cheap, repeatable, and easy to, and hard to. I, yeah. I now and then I understand how they're actually using it properly. Yeah, it is a little bit annoying. Um, I think it might be too good. This one is too good, and it's not like the creature gets exiled after the thing goes to the yard. It it just keeps happening. I th- I think this is too good for its cost. I still agree with that. Yeah, I oh, it probably is, but. I don't know. I guess I keep thinking of it in the fair things I want to do with it, but yeah. I'm sure if you were do- <laughs> doing mean things with it, it might actually be good. <laughs> Turns it's out like, it might. It, it, like, why it, is reanimate okay? Like one mana take anything back from the yard, right? It's <laughs> like, a one off. Okay. It's a one off. This is called graveyard removal, right? But it's more <laughs> like, like what is know, what right? is worse for a casual setting? And like reanimate, reanimate's probably still a better card for CDH. Like, sure. I'd probably run it before over Recurring Nightmare. It's one mana versus three. But It would be really good in, like, Panharmonicon decks. I don't actually think you... power level. We're regulating, I guess, like, would you jab this in every black deck? We're regulating what yes. is most fun for the RC. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's also a sack outlet, right? Like, wait what for does the RC something. hate the most playing against? That it is will a sack be on outlet. the ban list. Like, I actually, <laughs> I don't think you play it in a reanimator deck, really. I think it's more for, like... What? Panharmonicon value style decks. Why yeah. not in a reanimator deck? Like if I if I draft reanimator and cube, I will actively not want this. Because you need to have a lot of creatures. Because you need creatures on the battlefield, you need creatures with ETB triggers. What if you're That's a how you get the most value deck. out of it. Yeah. Sacrifice deck would probably be okay. Although three mana is a lot for a sack outlet. <sighs> like three mana, creatures, then three though. mana, then three mana. I mean, yeah. I play victimize in my sacrifice decks. 
And mm-hmm. this is then like, you would probably play that. Yeah, this is like better. a super like this. I think this over a game of Commander is just so much better. At, like at first when I cast this, sure. Like all right, well the first time this is just a reanimation spell for cheap. It's like but a then bad. I just get to yeah, but like well eventually it becomes better, right? Because yeah. like like the thing here is you're just paying three man every time and you get to keep doing that. So I, I I think that's the issue with it. I think this is borderline now. That that you actually put it that way, it's bad victimized the first time, and then but it's repeatable. I don't know. It's uh, I feel like this could could make it off the ban list, but I mean maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I I feel in 2021 people know to play graveyard hate, so it's fine. We still don't I do hope. it though. <laughs> but you I do, did. right? I've like, tried. I tried. Like, I know I should. Reanimate, buried <laughs> alive. Tried to reach out to okay. the people. <laughs> <laughs> but not recurring nightmare. Like if you want to set up a value engine that gets like totally hosed by a ley line, then go ahead, right? Like you can do lots of things with your graveyard in 2021. It is kind so of. I don't slow. think this is egregiously, you know, powerful. I mean, this is like you're looking at like underworld breach and stuff. Yeah. In 2020 magic. Maybe yeah. Maybe this goes off the ban list. I don't know. I don't know. I'm indifferent. Um. You could also do this repeatedly every single, like multiple times in the same turn. So I don't know. I don't know. All right, moving on. Uh, we got we got uh, two more cards left, and this is this is a big one. This is a big one. Uh, it's everybody's favorite Simic card, Prophet of Crufix. This is a five mana two three uh, that says it's basically like Seedborn Muse uh, and untap all creatures and lands you control during each other player's untap step. So that's the Seedborn Muse part. But because it's blue, um, you could also cast creature spells uh, as though they had flash. So Seedborn Muse allows you to untap every single uh, person's turn. So you get to untap all your stuff. And then this also lets you cast the creatures on opposing turn. So you get maximum value out of all that untapped uh, mana. Uh, wonderful. Um, it was originally banned in 2016. So fairly, fairly recently. Um, it was... Uh, ubiquitous to the format, uh, uh, even despite being a multicolored card, because obviously everybody's running Simic anyway. It was so prevalent, in fact, that it was driving deck choices rather than being the cho- be- being chosen once a player decided on the colors of the deck. Citation. Um, in games, the impact of the card was noticeable. It generated lots of mana, it let you take mini turn during each opponent's turn. That, yeah. Uh, it also meant that once you cast it, you immediately had the mana needed to protect her at all times. Uh, similar to Prime Titan, uh, Titan. Became, games became focused around the profit. <laughs> yeah, should be I, bad. I don't know about the, the Prime Time thing, but like I do think that this this should definitely never, ever come off the ban list. Like, the day <laughs> that something gets printed that's better than this card, that's even worse, and that should be banned before it, the, the set is even fully released. <laughs> so until then... This, yeah, like there, there is no situation where this card is, is unbannable. Yeah, I mean, doubling your mana I think is the good. The fact that it was in, and this quadruples it. Like you get untap double, right? every single quadruple. turn, and you get flash. Like it's yeah. so insane. Yeah. It also just kind of like shuts down any sorcery speed answers to it because you literally like you untap and you're in blue, and it's like okay, try to wrath the board. I dare you. <laughs> counter magic, counter magic, counter magic. Like. <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> we we played with this on Commander Clash. No? Oh yeah, and it didn't like warp the ma- like you know just like literally like you guys don't even play creatures, 
right? Like the flash part is useless, right? You're playing it as a windborn muse, <laughs> right? Like I don't know that it's so meta warping that it needs to go. It's just like a really strong creature. And yeah, if you're playing Simic, you're going to put it in. But I, I don't know that it's like... Like I think prime time is like way more ubiquitous than this card. This card like actually requires a little build around. So strong, but I think it's fine. I don't know. It's like five <laughs> I, mana I, Simic I, card. Oh. <laughs> we played with it on Commander Clash around. like multiple seasons. It was fine. Yeah, right? but but you get, I don't know, dude. I, this card is a whoo. <laughs> this one's very good. It I is usually, very good. It I usually good. agree with, with Richard in like what can and can't exist in a format. This one. <laughs> this though, is Simic. This is where we diverge. This, this, I draw the line here. I can't. I can't do it. Getting Oko slashes. It's like no. Not again. <laughs> like the like the, the, the ability to flash your creatures and untap at every phase. I don't care if you even have a creature to play off this. <laughs> the fact that you can is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I don't like this card. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like this card either. I don't like it either, but I, I don't know that it's so far and away more powerful than like other uh, things we could be doing. I mean, yeah, this is this is a borderline one for me where it's like oh. it's an absurd card. Uh, I, I don't think it adds anything to the format if it's unbanned. Consistency wise, is it? I could play Helix Pinnacle and like manually pay the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not everybody plays like you, Richard. <laughs> That's a problem. Richard's on the two opposite ends of the scales. It's either like, is this broken in CDH or Kithkin? <laughs> I will say that, like I, the I, most I, annoying I think that's the right part. Scale. <laughs> I think the most annoying part of the card though was just like how much time. The person with Prophet of Crucifix took up in the game. That's true. because every single turn was their turn, essentially. So you like you got to cast spells. All right, all right, all right. Now I will cast. <laughs> I will tap out. Cast these things. Draw some cards, and then it's like, all right, Seth, it's your turn. But wait, <laughs> now I'm going to tap all this. I'm going to draw some cards. Play <laughs> some creatures. All right, you can cast whatever. Now, oh, Richard, it's your turn. Odds, oh, and it's like, please, just. Everybody, you know, we ever we should have like those like chess clocks or something. Like that, where it's like <laughs> we do. We have the moto clock. How many times yeah. did you run out of time to play profit? Commander chess lower the clock moto would be clock. pretty fun. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're pretty we're pretty divided on this one, I guess. Or Only me. Sure. I, I I would like to see a stay banned. I don't even know how we're divided. Wait, <laughs> like, I feel like is Tover on my just... side? Tover's borderline, I don't know. Right? Very, very yeah, borderline I feel like I don't what? want this card. Like, I don't deleting this card, this card permanently? Come over or... with us, Tomer. I don't. I, I, uh, I don't uh... Come, come to me. We'll play Chaotic EDH. For uh, we'll, we'll move on. We'll I, I, I'm just like mind blown that this is borderline for you. Like I feel like this is a auto no. <sighs> yeah, I, I personally would not want to see it. Uh, but that's more like because I just I'm so tired of Simic. I'm just tired of Simic. Is that can we just delete Simic and then I'll I'll be happy? Um, but that's like a bias. Uh, it's like the RC style of banning things. Um, all right, we're, we'll move on to the last card on the thing, and this is Flash. Which woof! This was a controversial one. Uh, this was in 2020. I can't. Is it? Was it actually 2020? That was mm -hmm. last year. Yeah, That's last nice. spring, like a year ago. Man, pandemic has destroyed my brain in terms of time. Um, okay, uh, so yes, Flash. Uh, so they did a little thing a while back where they unbanned a card called Protein Hulk because they thought it was cute. Um, and that caused havoc in the CDH scene because everybody was playing 
uh, combo, the, 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 the go-to combo was Flash Hulk, where you flashed in Protein Hulk, and then, uh, you know, it would you flash it in for two mana and instant speed. It would die. You got to search up any number of creatures, uh, mana value six or less, and put them on the battlefield, and you just win the game, uh, especially with Fastest Oracle um, now in the fray. Uh, so Flash was a card that was never problematic in casual settings. Like I don't even remember the last time anybody played Flash uh, in a in a in a game of Commander. I, I don't think I've, I've literally never seen it played. Um, but in CDH, it was ubiquitous, um, and CDH just hated it. It was it was everywhere, and it was the best. It was like it was a solid format at that point. Uh, Flash Hawk was just so much better than everything else, so it led to stale, uh, stale format or end of the format. Um, so the RC threw a bone. Uh, RC and the uh, CAG, the Commander Advisory Group, uh, spoke at great lengths with a number of members from the CDH community and were satisfied that banning Flash would A, greatly improve the health of CDH by bringing back diversity and be a one-time ban. They were like, we don't want to ban for CDH. That's against the RC's philosophy. However, we're going to do it just one time, just this and never again. So basically, this is everybody gets one, and that was their one for CDH community. What do you think? So, uh, <laughs> so okay. Woof. Woof. I like you had never seen this card see play. So it doesn't really impact me. So in that sense, I'm indifferent because no one played it in casual and it was broken in CDH. Uh, whether the RC should be banning CDH cards, I don't know if I buy the like one time this doesn't set a precedent thing because even if you say it doesn't set a precedent, when you do something, it does like set a precedent. So what happens with like Thassa's Oracle or something, which is currently the you know easy combo that has broken the CDH format and is in every single deck, like. Are we going to get to the point where we should be banning that because of CDH? I kind of think that CDH should just have its own ban list. I view it as a distinct format, and it should just have its own ban list that is designed to suit that format as well as it can. But uh, So indifferent about the actual banning, but I don't really like the precedent it sets, I don't think. I mean, yeah, like I... I I actually so I agree with the whole CDH should have its own ban list but <clears throat> and I think this this helps I mean I don't think I've ever played against it either and I I myself played it in casual and it sucked so <laughs> plus I, I all of this Flash Hulk stuff and like I don't even know why everyone's so com- like th- there's already a replacement Flash Hulk it's called Torrential Gear Hulk why isn't everybody complaining about that? You know, no, 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 no. Like, legitimately, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Torrential Gear Hulk, right? That's what everybody's talking about. Dad <laughs> jokes coming in. <laughs> ah, no, but like, legitimately, I don't, I don't uh, see. I, I guess this is great. I don't play CDH, so I can't speak to it. But casual stuff, I don't care about this card. So great, sure. I was I was a little bit sad when it got banned in casual because like I would have loved to put this in a roomy for example, like there's decks where I would run flash in but like I would say like how how popular was flash before it got banned? Not very. So it was only popular in CDH really, except for like some fringe cases like some of my decks would would want it. So I'm not too too upset with seeing it gone. Uh, I I I disagree with with the table on. Um, 
CD should be its own format, it should have its own ban list, because that's gonna lead to its own issues. Like if you if you ban if you move CDH to its own format, CDH is just like the end of a spectrum. So if you if you shift over CDH to its own format, there's going to be a new CDH at the end of the casual at the end of the regular commander spectrum, and then we're gonna have the same issue again. And then the other issue is like once you try to settle on a new ban list, uh, then there's gonna be a thousand different voices. Uh, trying to come up with their own ban list, and it's going to cause just havoc there. So I, I think there's a lot of reason why CDH community wants to be part of the regular community, and I think it makes sense because like if you just cut off CDH, there's going to be a new CDH. Whatever whatever you cut off the spectrum to, that end that new end is going to be whatever the CDH, and we're going to have that discussion over and over again. Um, but yeah, I don't really I'm, I'm okay with it being a one time thing as long as it's a one time thing. Like I, I don't think RC should uh, ban based on CDH. I don't trust the people that banned Coalition Relic to also ban <laughs> Flash. <laughs> like, you're playing different things, right? Like, I can't speak for the CDH banners. We're not experts. And I wouldn't want to try to control things for the CDH community, right? Like, how can this group who's focused around casual play and battle cruiser magic be banning these things? Like, what if Thassa's Oracle needs to be banned? No one's doing it. This is a one-time thing and no one is paying attention and... Like, who's going to govern this, right? That's why I think it should be its own format. Although Tomer brings up good points. Uh, you know, the fact that some of these cards need to be banned in CDH but don't affect casual tables. Like, what if I wanted to play Flash Kithkin or something, right? Can't anymore because I'm affected by CDH. <laughs> something that doesn't affect me, right? Same with CDH players, right? Like, they're talking about Iona. Is anyone investigating Thassa's Oracle? Or is all your resources, like, talking about Iona and Braids or something? You know what I mean? So... I don't know. I don't know if I trust this Damn decision. Damn it, Jim. Your Iona play. <laughs> <laughs> Ruining it for the rest of us. I, I think I think it would actually probably... like I, I kind of agree with that. I think I think the best situation would be house bans. Because, like, I watched some, some CDH channels. And, yeah, sure. Thass is, uh, Flash Hulk was the best deck. But, you know, that didn't stop people from being like, all right, we're going to play a CDH game, except we're going to omit Flash Hulk. Like, that's not going to be allowed at our table. But is that the whole point of CDH to, like, do the most broken thing you can and try to win as much as you can? So isn't, like, oh, we're going to make house bans and casualize our super spiky format. Isn't that against what CDH is all about? No, I think it's uh, the idea is more of a mindset of optimizing decks to their highest potential and playing to win but then and wouldn't optimizing your deck be playing flash hall because like <laughs> saying i want to play standard but oko is banned well like <laughs> right like we've seen too much of this card i don't want it i don't want anymore i still try to win tournaments but let's just ban oko for the for the case of diversity right or like earl or something well so. we also played we also played cdh week and i think we could all agree that we played cdh decks it was a cdh table but we didn't all just play like the exact same, the exact same list that was all just uh, consult Oracle. We all played different decks, and they were all considered CDH. So there's still diversity in the format. And you can still you can set up your own rule zero for CDH as well. You can be like, I don't want to see Kenrith at the table. No, no Kithkin. No Kithkin allowed. Kithkin. <laughs> we're tired of Kithkin. <laughs> Reign of Terror must end. And we want to play I don't something know about different. Rule zeroing in CDH though. I think so. I, well, I I'm curious I about. I'm curious if there's any CDH people want to leave a comment about that. Rule zero in CDH seems 
counterintuitive to the like spirit of the format. No, that, that's, that's just like saying standard. Like you can't ban any card in standard. No matter how broken it is, you all play Cobblade and be happy with it. You all play Earl and be happy with it because your I, goal is to play the best deck ever and play, right? Like you can't say that, right? Sometimes it creates patterns of play that are undesirable or games are too repetitive. So yeah. for the but every sake game, of having every, fun, remove it, right? And you could do that with a house ban without forcing every every casual table to adhere to it. I think without splitting the format, but wouldn't that be like SCG banning Oko at their tournaments and it not being banned to other tournaments? Like, isn't isn't that the that's, equivalency? That's yeah, how that, that feels is. a lot more than <laughs> than it is just like oh we need a banner because it's just is that bad ending. though? It feels more like that to me. Like is if, that- if SCG banned it, but then like a regular like I don't know a CFB GP thing doesn't ban it, right? So is that bad though? That'd be awkward. I, I, but if, I, I guess I don't know if it's better. If it good, wasn't a but, tournament. Yeah. It was just like, here's a fun charity event or whatever. No entry fee. No nothing. <laughs> charity event with CDH, though? No, well, not charity event. <laughs> it's like, here's a free event we're hosting. Just we're just hosting a free event. Donate to a charity. <laughs> it's, a casual, it's a casual tournament environment. And we have a stipulation where this card is banned. If only we decided it's banned. I don't think that's a problem. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I guess that's... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's the philosophy of the bad list, right? The whole point is when you go to a random event, there is some standardized baseline. Yeah. Right? If you're playing with friends every week, you can do whatever you want, right? We can discuss about coalition victory and put it in our decks or whatever, right? But in CDH. If I just show up randomly, <laughs> if I show up randomly to an event, I want a standard ban list. And the question is, should that standard ban list include Flash? And should it include yeah. Thassa's Oracle or whatever, right? But yeah, we just want standardized, right? But obviously, if you play with friends, you can just talk it over and then do whatever you want. This could be a, a future uh, conversation that we could have. Should CDH be its own format? Let us know in the comment section below if you think we should discuss it further. But uh, we'll, we'll just continue on because, uh, yeah. Uh, wait, we just finished. Oh, no. We have one more topic, friends. Oh, boy. Is this a topic? So before... Uh, for people who uh, did not know, uh, the ban list was actually divided into two things. Uh, one were just bans, cards that were banned uh, in the format in general. And then there was a special ban list that was banned as commander. And at some point, I think it's like when they uh, when they were like pushing it on Magic Online or something like that. Or a brawl or something like that. Uh, they removed that for the sake of simplicity. So before it was like, some cards were banned as your commander, but you can run them in the 99. That was okay. Uh, that uh, was chained. So all the cards that were banned as a commander, they were either unbanned, like Kakusho was. Uh, yes, Kakusho was banned as a commander before. It was a wild, wild time. Oh, or they're just banned, banned forever. <laughs> um, so we're gonna, st- we're gonna, we're just gonna start with a very non-controversial one. Um, this is uh, a, a lovely card called Braids Cabal Minion. Uh, this is a four mana black creature, 2 2. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices an artifact creature or land. It was banned as a commander in 2009 and then fully banned in 2014 when they removed uh, that rule of banned as commander. Uh, the original announcement was uh, she was banned as a commander. Uh, Cites two issues with braids. First, that getting her out early can be a hard lock to break out if you aren't prepared for it. And second, the rules community didn't want games to devolve into being a single card as soon as it hits the table. 
uh, deeper dive strategy as unethical, anti-ethical to commander, namely stacks and resource denial. That's a big no-no for the rules committee, I guess. I don't Blood Moon, Winter Orb, Arvig, I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Uh, while there's numerous card, legal guards that do this already, they generally don't see play unless they are part of the deck designed to do those things. On the other hand, Braves can be built into any number of manners. Wow. Uh, and, and you can, like, combo her with tokens and stuff, which is bad. Um, and apparently, legend has it in the early days, Aaron Forsyth uh, of Wizards of the Coast fame built a very brutal braids deck that consistently beat a number of any number of opponents. And this was a driving factor to ban her. <laughs> <laughs> Rules committer! You just beat them with a card they don't like and they'll ban it. Oh. <laughs> All right, what do you think about braids, Dan? I actually don't think braids is that bad as in the 99, but I, I do find braids a little problematic <sighs> as a commander. I, 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 you can't tell me you don't think Braids is problematic as a commander. Uh, no I, way, uh, Tomer. That's, what does everybody that's, else think? Uh, that's where I kind of come down on. I just want Mana's commander back. Like, I, I think the same about Braids and, and many of the other cards under this heading that, like, I think their card, I think Braids is a card that in the 99, 100% fine as your commander. Yeah. So you have access to it on turn one, turn two, every game and have many things that combo with it and just hard lock the table or at best just makes the game do nothing for like 15 turns while everyone discards to hand size. I don't understand why I would want that to be a thing in Commander. I think banned everywhere. I, I think it, it, as part of the 99, you're going to have in your opening hand some percentage of the time and then those games will devolve into the same games where it's in your command zone. But you got so... Smokestack. Yeah, I mean, it's the same so, thing, so like, and it doesn't die to creature. I, I don't like stacks, but for consistency reason, why is this banned and not Blood Moon? Right? I don't know, but I think it should go, <laughs> right? And there should a host of other cards should go with it. So, in, in that sense, it's inconsistent. But like, I don't want to see a world where this is normal because you're getting stacks all the time, right? And I don't think we want stacks. All right, Tober. Free braids! Free braids! Free braids! <laughs> it's time! Okay, so first of all, I, I had this, this idea. Time. It is not when, time. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely time. So everybody's okay with Turgrid, right? Turgrid is a fine card. Nobody's like, oh, we should ban Turgrid. Even though, like, you drop Turgrid, you pox, you small pox, you wheel, you do whatever, and then you just win the game that way, right? You I, just I, steal I, everybody's stuff. This is way more powerful. Oh, oh, it's yeah. It is more powerful. It costs it costs cheaper. But you know what's even more powerful than braids? Marilyn the Morn Song with opposition agent. You that's, you play that's, that's that okay. You play Marilyn. She costs less mana. You play Marilyn. You play opposition agent. Now your opponents either have the answer in their hand already, or they're locked out of the game and you win. They can't search your library. They're forced to search your library. You get whatever you choose, whatever they can search for, and they're locked out of ever drawing a card either. So that's it; they lose. But aren't but those two card on. specific combos where you need like yeah. two specific cards? When braids is like either combos with a ton of different cards, or is a one card combo itself. where you just play it and yeah. the game and doesn't it. progress for like 
five turns because no one can play into your braids. And then it doesn't call after everyone itself. discards to hand size for five turns, <laughs> then you got to finally sack it. And then we can try to maybe start the game until you play braids again. How long does that take, though? Like, okay, I play bla- braids and I have no combo with it, right? You don't have any answers in your hand. So you're just like, all right, I will discard a hand a, size, a, discard a card, uh, lose a land or whatever. The the turn cycles go very quickly. I can't imagine there's a lot of thinking involved or or game actions involved. Then I sacrifice the braids. The game the game now progresses, and you kill the braids player. Like I don't understand how that is necessarily a scary a scary uh situation to be in like but either how you is have that a, a way pattern to of play we want to promote <laughs> like yeah. yeah like it's but fine like, why but... isn't Marilyn and the Mornsaw uh that's banned too... then? how many people are going to be actually be running braids decks as the commander <laughs> and we've already would. agreed that it's fine as part of the 99 right we were like we don't like this rule as as banned as commander and it was banned as a commander it wasn't banned as a 99 so basically you're denying everybody who wants to run it as part of the 99 because of the hypothetical situations we're going to be running against braids player but like i'm going to be treating a braids player just as well as i'd be treating a target player I just won't play with them like the, what's the difference yeah. isn't that Are you gonna be the reason of the bad list braids to people and <laughs> like i don't understand tover, tover shows up to his lgs ready to play some commander and they're like oh he's playing braids kick him yep. out of the store well like you're playing, <laughs> playing against turgrid right like Turgrid's what do i care like i'm either going to play against a turgrid and hate them out or i'm just going to be like hey can you play something that's not obnoxious like so consistency then right if yeah turgrid like is allowed, maryland's already allowed, scarier than right? this like Maryland's Maryland literally tutors up the card to combo with her. Like, well, do, wait, doesn't your opponent get to tutor first, and then they, they tutor up tutor removal first. spell, and then they kill your thing, and the whole house of cards collapses? Sure, but you could also have just a handful of uh, protection for her, like Malakira Burst and whatnot. But also, but then the next black, person tutors can... up removal, and <laughs> then like, the next one. My, my, my I don't point... know if that's a scary combo. <laughs> well, my point, my point is that she is able to combo off and lock out the table a lot easier than Braids can. Because Braids also requires you to have some sort of way to repeatedly sacrifice the same thing over and over again. I'm sure there... I know there are cards that do that. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But you would be required to cast Braids who cost more mana, have that piece in your hand or tutor it up, and then still have the mana to cast it. So she costs more I than think the whatever problem... this Maryland combo would be. The problem for me is like the floor on braids is why am I playing commander today? Like why why did I play this game? Like that's that's the best case scenario is I hate my life. And then the worst case scenario is you play bitter blossom with braids and then I'm locked out of the game forever. Yeah. So like bitter even when even when braids is being benign as your commander, it still sounds just absolutely miserable to me because it's it, like. Why are we doing this? Why, where do more, these turns go? Is it any more miserable than having Turgrid in the command zone? I, I think Turgrid's not even that bad in the command zone. I think like, Turgrid is different. I, I think coming down by itself like doesn't Armageddon do anything. Or something, yeah. right? If I just, just turn, turn for Armageddon. And then you're smallpox or you death. But class. Braids doesn't need anything. But Braids with yeah, no do. help sounds really obnoxious. Yeah. Like just Braids with no help, you just mm. ramp it out on turn yeah. two. Like that you is not a fun game. Two, of and then everybody's like, "Oh, good job, well done, clap, clap, clap." We're so gonna kill you now. The well, difference with Turgrid is Turgrid is just a powerful resets. card. It's just a powerful card. Braids denies you from playing Magic. That's the difference. 
temporarily, and then you just gang up and kill it. It's like if if they don't have a bitter blossom or equivalent but to keep not, the lock going, then it's that's it's not, not a even a lock. It's like you a, want to promote, right? Where it's like a game delay. It's like everybody take a five minute break. Like so Shaharazad, so right? That's just a two hour break, right? My point is, my point is, what if you remove raids, then you're gonna allow people to actually play parades in the ninety nine where she's fair, as fair as as Turgid or whatever. And nobody's gonna be playing her as a commander. And even if they do, this is just like people playing Marilyn or something like that. Like I don't are there not obnoxious kill on side commanders that are just absolutely miserable to play against? Is Braids like some unique situation in the command zone that she must be banned, so therefore you can't allow people who want to play her fairly in the ninety nine to do so? I think not. I think I, I, I get totally the inconsistent argument. They're not consistent about Free braids. Right? But oh. to make it consistent, I'd rather braids be banned than braids be unbanned. In no! Fixing the consistency. Tomer, right? even Richard ah! wants it banned. <laughs> I, <laughs> Richard never wants anything banned. Richard Armageddon. I just want. I think Armageddon should be banned. I I will I will die on this hill. I don't care. Comment section. You can you can tar and feather me all you want. I will die on this hill. Braze is not the worst thing to have in the command zone. You could avoid it, and she's fair in the ninety-nine. <laughs> I rest my case. Where's why don't my we just bring back Ben? Why don't we just bring back Ben as commander then? Like, isn't that the easy? Like, magic players are smart. I think we can we can handle having a card that is banned as your commander. I think we can grasp that concept, RC. Like, uh, like. Why not that? Isn't that the perfect solution? You can just tutor up solution? your commander, though. Or you can tutor up the 99, right? Like, like some percentage of games will be effectively the same as if it was your commander. Like, maybe, like, 15%, 20%, where either you draw it naturally or you tutor it, and then you've just come back to the same situation. So is there any benefit to allowing this? I guess, like, yeah, like, Free from breads. that point of view, yeah, no. There, there's I mean, no point in unbanning Free breads. At the same time, it's like, Tur- isn't it Turgrid? literally what? smokestack? <laughs> Isn't it literally yeah. smoke tag, yeah. which is legal in the format, and you can tutor it up and do the same thing with? I mean, so maybe like, the inconsistency. Armageddon. There are plenty of cards that Hellbreacher do wheel effectively fine. what Braids does, right? Yeah, Hellbreacher Wheel is fun. It's fine. Hellbreacher Wheel is fun. It's absolutely fine. It's, just, <laughs> it's, uh, totally. yeah, it's like Braids with Flash. It flash costs one less mana, two-card combo. Easy. <laughs> is it, though? But no, it's fine. It's, but no, is it, fine. though? No, it's fine. It's I would fine. be but fine with Braids. Braids is an exception. Braids oh, is exceptionally I, bad in the command zone, and we therefore we can't allow. I, I think Braids causes a time issue where if you don't know what you're doing uh, or you're malicious, you just uh, like slow the game down by thirty minutes for like no purpose, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? When like, have they cared about that? Scramble verse is legal, Richard. Scrambleverse is, is fun. Scrambleverse is oh, fun. We're talking about how long it takes to resolve. I mean, I mean Armageddon right? is legal, right? You could just turn for Armageddon on an empty board and just like waste everyone's 45 minutes, right? But <laughs> Armageddon is banned as a commander. But we should get it, you know, we should fix that, uh. right? We shouldn't allow more of it. We should like fix it and make it consistent, right? <laughs> All right, leave a comment down below. I'm- I mean, what about Arreo then, Tomer? Like, moving on. Do you do you feel the same about Arreo? Because that's another like, it's the Arreo same thing, right? Arreo actually affects your opponents only. Like, you could just flip it with literally anything. All right, we're going to Arreo. This is a Moonfolk. The so Moonfolk are actually such a powerful tribe that one of their very few members are actually banned. <laughs> this is 
<laughs> two mana. Wow, Moon where's folk. the Kipkin on this list? <laughs> what's, what's up? No, no Kipkin fan. We, we could already see the level of tribal totem pole this is. Uh, so it's a flying two mana. Uh, whenever a fourth spell of a turn is played, flip or cast, uh, flip Arayu, and then the other side is Arayu's Essence, which is an enchantment. Uh, whenever an opponent casts their first spell each turn, counter that spell. This is fine. This is fine. I'm already throwing it out there. This is fine as well. You know what? I don't even care. I don't even care because you can just freaking, you can get out like Jewel Lotus and all these zero mana spells. You know what? Free braids. And if, if Ryu has to come with two, that's fine. I'm okay with it. It's even better. It's way better than braids because it only affects your opponents and you just have like Jewel Lotus and nonsense available online. So this is actually... This is actually a powerhouse that would scare people and be like CDH worthy. I like braids, but you know what? I'm just, I'm okay. I'm just gonna let oh, unleash the gates of hell. Let's have a, a Ryu. What are your thoughts? I, I love feel this card. Exactly the same as braids. Like you should not be able to play as your commander, but in the ninety nine, it's perfectly fine. I loved this card in in standard. I love I this card, know. and but I don't I don't want to see this card. <laughs> like I think this card should stay banned. I, I actually think with this is braids, not, like unironically, not that bad. Really? You, Jewel you, you, Lotus. what you have to do? Mox okay, Amber, so, so you Pearl turn Mox. on this. Okay, fine. And then what you do as an opponent is you play some bad card, right? Cross you only need Amber. one removal spell, right? You need to play a spell and then a removal spell, right? You don't have to do like, double removal. I don't know. It's Rich. also an enchantment, so you have to have enchantment removal. Oh, it's like, enchantment. Yeah. That makes it flips into an enchantment. Right? You're, yeah. you're just like, mm, yeah. I guess I, I guess I can't help. Like remember, remember when I, I played I Decree help. of yes. Silence, <laughs> and y'all were already like upset about I blocked that. that out. It's, it's the same <laughs> yeah, as like, like when Krim counterbalance tops, right? You need right. to conserve your resources and then like unload them all at once and remove it. <laughs> And then yeah, kill Krim. This is right? legit <laughs> ten times scarier than braids. I'm gonna throw it out there. Legit ten times scarier than braids. But y'all, I would agree. Y'all are like, oh, braids, it's too much. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm consistent through this where I think this should not be banned for that exact reason. This is scary, right? Like and this is and once again, this is when the fourth spell of a turn is played. <laughs> so if your opponent interacts and then you interact back. Like, oh boy, we're, we're getting close now, well, right? I, I think it, it, it's even easier than that. In a format where Mana Crypt, Sol Ring, yeah. Mana Vault, Jewel Lotus, Mox Amber, Chrome Mox, Mox, the, the, the older ones that are like reserve lists, all Fast those stuff mana. are illegal. You just, it's silly. It's silly to, to cast four spells in the turn. The turn that you cast it, the turn that you cast it, you could turn one this and, and flip it, right? Yep. Like, this would be spell two or spell one yeah, of yeah. I mean, four. The, the assumption is you, let's, you turn zero, flip this, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, can the turn table one, deal you flip with it. it, right? You flip yeah. it the same turn you cast it, and it only affects your opponents. You don't need any combos with it. It combos with, with free mana rocks, which Tomer, are abundant. How does it get around Croson Grip? <sighs> All right, moving on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, think, on. I think we're going long. I think we should go to what we should include in our ban list. Okay. Are we going to just skip? We're going to skip the, the rest? I'll just mention what? them. All right. What are the what are the rest? Okay. Rafelos Lanor Emissary. It's a two green mana dork. It taps for each forest you control. Banned. Seen amounts of mana. <laughs> Seen. Fine in the main deck. Green. Not as a commander. Do you banned? <laughs> Keep it banned. Keep it banned. Keep it banned. Right, keep it banned. Uh, next one, Emrakul, Aeon's Torn, the best Eldrazi, my bay. No, uh, you take an banned. extra turn. Keep that banned. Ridiculous. But it dies yeah. to squirrels. Banned. 
right. <laughs> uh, next up, Leovold, Emissary of Trust, which actually seems comical now that now that we have Hull Breacher. This card this is, is this is a Hull Breacher that that is sorcery speed, which is why doesn't even have flash. I think this was done before 2021. It yeah, was. 20, it, it was 2017 Magic, which is clearly not crept up. Uh, this enough. card is fine. Uh, it's fine. A Hull Breacher in your command zone. No, 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 no. If it wasn't your commander, then yeah. sure, it's just Hull Breacher. But well, oh, I want Hull no. But look how friendly too. he is. He's shaking. Oh, your oh, there, there's no flash. I, the flash is what makes the thing on Hull Breacher. Yeah. If this had flash, I would, I would, I would write a scary. strongly worded letter to whoever even came up with the design. Uh, probably the same person who made Hellbreacher, to be honest. I Honestly, be that and, person deserves two raises. And Notion I like Hellbreacher. <laughs> and I like Leovold, so... Oh, God. All right, we're done. Um, okay, so we talked about the cards we want... We, we uh, There are on the ban list, so we want unbanned. And we're going to finish things off with uh, quickly having one person... If you had to put something on the ban list, what card would it be? So we talked about something we would take off the ban list. Now, what would we put on the ban list that's not actually on there? And we're going to kick things off with Krim. What do you want? What, uh, green any? magic. Green. Otherwise, if not, Forest. I don't have any actual issues with what's like legal in the format now because there's no one card. It's more of just like the like a certain fundamental of like the game, right? Like, or just like things uh, in the game right now that I have a problem with. More like like we had mentioned earlier, tutors. Right, I, I think tutors are a problem, so there's no one tutor I want banned. I just think tutoring is bad. So I, because it's a singleton format, I think it should feel like a singleton format, and I don't feel that at all due to the redundancy and how easy it is to just get anything I want. Um, so that that's really the main thing for me. There's no one card right now for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Seth, what what do you think? So I tried to think about the criteria we started this whole thing off with that the RC put out, and I think it should be Dockside Extortionist. If you read their criteria, severe resource imbalance, that is the definition of what Dockside Extortionist does, allows players to win out of nowhere. There's lots of combos with it that make infinite mana, or you just get way ahead on mana and win that way. Uh, and I think it leads to repetitive gameplay. And I would say it interacts poorly with the multiplayer nature of the format, even though it was designed as a commander card, which is kind of hilarious. But when you have three opponents that are all spewing signets on the battlefield, it makes a it makes a ton of mana in a in a multiplayer format. So and enchantments as well. Uh, so enchantments. Yeah. Combos, like resource imbalance from green decks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Would <laughs> like, you ban this before Mana Crypt, though? Would I ban this before Mana Crypt? Yeah. Oh, so my, <laughs> I know we're already going long. <laughs> my secondary card was I was just gonna say it should be Soul Ring, but I figured that would probably be an entire podcast episode. <laughs> that oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I agree with so that. So I didn't I fast, didn't want to get into to Soul Ring here, but yes, yeah. uh, if I actually had to choose Soul Ring, Mana Crypt, Mana Vault, okay, all of them. So that that's probably a topic for another day. We'll get into it more. <laughs> but Richard, what would you want? What would you want banned? All right, I'm going with Armageddon. And all of the light. That's your signature spell. <laughs> yes, that it is. is right. But so to me, what is the point of the the ban list? I think power level is useless, right? When I'm playing fledgling Osprey, it doesn't matter if you're playing Coalition Victory, a Harmonize, or you know, uh, Thassa's Oracle, right? Like I think 
prove this. We will still <laughs> lose. The, the power, like that's what the power level discussion is the for, flex. right? So you shouldn't balance based on power level. You should balance on fun, and stack strategies are anti-fun, and no good comes of them, right? Like if Hashtag you're in a play group, grids. if you're in a group with friends, you can rule zero them back in. But if you show up at your LGS and you play Armageddon without knowing how bad it is. That's like a, a big no-no, right? You're going to be like outcast from the group. You're not going to have a t good time. The other people are not going to have a good time. So we shouldn't have these like weird social stigma cards. Just straight up ban them, right? And then if you want, uh, you can put them back into the format. But as a baseline, I think all stacks cards uh, should go. Especially like the, the very severe ones like the Blood Moon, Armageddon, uh, things like that should all go. But then uh, you start getting into the territory of what's a stacks piece, because is like that goes back to like is rest in peace a stacks piece? Yeah, but uh, so we can start easy with like destroy all it. lands, <laughs> right? Is like graveyard hosing a stacks piece? Is Thalia okay? Is Trinisphere okay? I don't know. It starts getting gray, but like destroy all lands is pretty straightforward. Like no good can come of this. And then there are players that don't cast them correctly. Like turn four Armageddon, we just reset the game by forty five minutes for no reason, right? So. What about Blood Moon? That's me. I would do I that. I think Blood Moon should go too. No! <laughs> I think Blood Moon's the same class as Armageddon. Like, I think in CEDH, these cards are all fine, right? But in a casual table, I don't know why you would bring Blood Moon. Uh, and I think you would people would look down upon you, right? So you should protect players against this by just banning... I don't know how them. they have any room to look down on you. They have no lands. <laughs> if they're not if they're not responding on the stack their their uh objections are futile yeah exactly put it up on the stack if you have a problem with it <laughs> meet me like meet men. me at the stack yeah uh, all right fair enough so all mld uh okay so for me i think it's it's i'm also kind of like crim where like i feel like i would I would go pretty thoroughly on uh, specific things. Like, Seth is, like, Dockside Extortionist, but more more importantly, like, Sol Ring and Mana Crypt. I feel like a guiding philosophy of, of the format and something that's, like, quickly devolving it into not what it was meant to be, which was meant to be kind of like this casual battle cruise of magic. I think the main culprit are twofold. It's, it's uh, definitely the fast mana, like, Dockside Extortionist, but also, like, Mana Crypt. And Sol Ring, and yes, Jeweled Lotus. All those things combined uh, make the format 10 times faster than it was supposed to be. And also the, the increased prevalence of tutors also kind of defeat the purpose of a singleton format. Like, why was it a 99 singleton format? Why was it not 40 cards and four of each card? You know, like, or 60 or whatever. It's because they wanted it to be less consistent for a reason. They wanted more variation. And tutoring does kind of hinder that and the fact that it's being we're getting more and more efficient tutors not just what we had like 10 years ago but we're just constantly getting more of them i think it would be cool to see like some sort of ad addressing of that to at least at least tell wizards of the coast being like hey if you want to keep uh, designing for for uh for commander you want to adhere to these things so maybe less fast mana less tutoring and it's more, it's less for the players and more for like Wizards of the Coast, or, like what, what we want in the future. Yeah. More opposition agents. Oh yeah. My, oh, so my, so if I had to pick a single card, it was Hall Breacher. I'm sorry, I got, I got sidetracked. Hall Breacher, stupid card. Get rid of it. Narset and Notion Thief can go too. No. God. God, no. I hate it. 
No. Just, what is I, what is worse than watching everyone at the table go? You know, I'm just draw more I'm cards. Gonna, I'm gonna greed. No, be I'm, a normal person. I'm not gonna greed. Actually, just no, draw wait, more cards. How about I make that decision for you? You won't greed. <laughs> There is no decision, Krim. I always greed. Yeah, no, I mean, yes. <laughs> I just want I want a hull breacher that doesn't work with wheels, and I will be 100% bored with a hull breacher. I'm okay with draw denial, but not when it's paired up with wheels. Wheels are just absolutely... And freaking hull breacher is just like, I do it at the end step before my turn, and then I freaking hull breacher, or I wheel... And then, oh, well, I guess you I thought have I just had a vocal removal. double because Tomer just copied what I said. Just, that sounded I like me. I hate it. I that hate it. like me. I hate it. And then That's... you're in blue, so you're also in the thing of counter magic. It's like, oh, well, if Why you only had think... instant speed removal, you could stop it. And they're like, oh, I have instant speed removal. Oh, I have a response. It's force of negation. I didn't have to pay even mana for it. <laughs> Dumb. Oh, I have yeah, fierce guardianship. Oh, I have force of will. Or up there, what does, what does mana even mean anymore? But then again, I just the thing about it, I just like fifty for one to myself to stop you from drawing stuff. Whatever, you won the game. <laughs> no, no, no. I Who won cares? the moral. You can, you can a billion game. for one me. <laughs> I won the moral game. Yes. Ugh. That's why I want more opposition agents, more like hole breachers. God. So this way, you just shut off all the nonsense. Then ban all on. wheels. Wheels are no longer oh, allowed I'd, in the I'd, format. If you look at the decks that I play, most of the time I don't even have a ton of wheels. I just play the hate cards on their own. Because it's that's how it's trauma enough. Yeah, like you don't Ugh. need to do anything else other than just play the card. Nobody in the format plays removal. <laughs> like... All right. Well, so we talked about uh, some of the cards we would like to see banned. Also, possible uh, topics for the future. So let us know about that. Now we're gonna finish things off. With Clash mail. <laughs> we're so far in. Woo! <laughs> All right. So uh, we have we had some cool topics. Um, but we're going to pick up one that we can answer kind of quickly, which was, where are you? Lessons. Uh, that's already, oh my God. Okay, here we go. The DM Dan, uh, at the DM Dan on Twitter asks, so what are your thoughts on lessons slash learn, not given the same addendum as companions have for commander sideboards? Uh, lesson effects are way less powerful than any other wish style effects. Uh, they're less powerful uh, than other cards do the same thing. So, what would 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 we like to see an addendum to allow a lesson board or a lesson wish board to be available in Commander? What do you think? I think Wizards did uh, Commander players everywhere a favor because all those cards are god awful and. Uh, by not allowing them in the format, they are saving people from accidentally putting learn and lesson cards in their decks. So, but you can't. You could put it in the ninety nine. <laughs> you Wait, go right yeah. ahead. You and could. Can you tutor them? Bro. Can you tutor them from your deck? <laughs> it's just outside. No, right? <laughs> no you can't. <laughs> Wait, you could put them in the ninety nine. Yeah. They're like a sorcery. So if you have a way to tutor up sorcerers, you can get that card. <laughs> Seriously, I would be fine with it for learn lesson narrowly, but I think that having an actual wish board so people are like carning out Mycosin Flatus and things like that would probably be really bad. So Richard would be carning out Mycosin yes. Flatus. Yes. <laughs> More tutors. I, I, I think they should add it and then ban the problematic cards. It is stupid how <laughs> cards exist that cannot be played in command. Like, like you just cannot play them. Right? You can that play them just... in Commander, though. 
you get a burning wish and you're like, huh? <laughs> right? And then you know, the worst thing is casual players will think they can just go grab their collection box and like pull a card out, right? I, I thought that. <laughs> I thought that too until I realized it was sideboard only. Like, so it seems strange to me. It's super awkward. So I think they should actually outside, you should have a sideboard for outside the game and they should just ban everything that's problematic with it just for consistency reason. Although I don't like it all because we just discussed like tutors are bad, but. Why do we have cards that like literally do not function uh, in this format? The most popular format of Magic. But they <laughs> right? function just fine. Like if you learn, you can still rummage. Like that was the entire, like they, they put an out to that, right? Like if you, you could run the card, you just rummage instead of, instead of getting a lesson. And the lessons you can play in the 99 if you really like them, but you don't have a lesson board or yeah, whatever. Everything's, everything's an elvish visionary, sort of. But if it were in red, there you go. <laughs> it's like a bad elvish visionary. Yeah, yeah. Burning really wish. bad. What about all the other wish cards? The, no. <laughs> I don't. I, think I don't think power level concerns. If you let all the wish cards work, I think yeah. you'd have to ban a lot of cards. And I, I don't even put them in and then ban like, them out. So the, the next problem is so much more tutoring. Uh, like why? You, why do you need like to add five yeah. more staple tutors to the format? That is but do you want to have to ban like grape shot or ban like mycosynth Lattice? or like do you want to ban a bunch of cards that are fine to play in your main deck just so you can make wishes work no no no. like if so we got to ban you, 20 cards you like make is that wishing worth it? work and then you ban burning wish and karn and whatever such that the next time wizards prints a mechanic from outside the game it actually just works but because isn't it the same doing it but isn't that the same thing then it's just leaving it banned and like not having a an, a sideboard because wish eventually they're make gonna... a wish board ban all the wishes <laughs> but <laughs> they would keep lessons the, the fixed one that works right but like all the problematic ones would go right okay but I eventually also... a new like masterminds acquisition or something along those lines fey of the wishes would come out and then you have they'll to ban just, that too right they'll Every just time. make a demonic tutor they'll make it demonic tutor that has a secondary mode to yeah masterminds acquisition they'll just sh lop off two mana to the cost yeah and they'll so be like, make more learn lessons. Make it mythic. No, no, please don't. And I don't only collector <laughs> box booster boxes or can open it. I, like. I feel like it works with learn lessons in specific because they're so bad. But I feel like just having everyone have ten silver bullet like whatever all stars of their color hanging out in their sideboard that they can yeah. get with Fay of Wishes or Masterminds yeah. Acquisition. I feel like then we're way back to like the tutor problem or something. Yeah. That's and true. then these are just extra cards that every deck will run, right? Like, why wouldn't yeah, you Yeah, then you're, no, you're not even board. a 100-card deck anymore, right? So You're a 100-card deck plus a bunch of extra tutors, that, yeah, to find sideboard. outside of your deck. At that point, you may as <laughs> well just let Yorion be your commander, too, right? Or, like, be in the command zone, you can go to 120 cards, too. I, I think Yorion should be allowed. I don't, like, I don't know. I think Wizards should work more closely. With these weird things, like... That don't work in Commander, I feel that should never happen, right? Wait, are like, they not allowed to make stuff that doesn't work in Commander though? Like that, haven't they made enough stuff for Commander though? <laughs> I guess, I guess but there's true. not even there, there's not even standard sets anymore. There can are you, cards can you that say don't that... work in like like one v one, right? So maybe it's fine. It's just weird that you open a pack of Strixhaven, you get some like learned lesson, and like you can't really play it the way it's you supposed sure to be played. It, isn't it more weird that there's literally yeah. no, no such thing as standard sets anymore? Like, Strixhaven is <laughs> not a standard set. What are you talking about? It's a vehicle <laughs> to get more commander cards into people's no, hands. No, it's not. It's a vehicle to show you how good Eldraine was. 
Learn, we have yeah. learned lessons for standard jumper. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the standard. They even part went of the out of their way to allow you to play those cards. I feel like I feel if anything, they need to they need to design less for Commander because they went overboard. Like, yeah, I get it; it's the most popular format, and obviously, I'm biased that I want more cards for Commander. But like, how much? Like, literally, how much product for a Commander player do, do we need every single year? It's like it's obscene. I mean, how long? How much, how much money do you have left in your wallet? Yeah. <laughs> how much? How much balance do you have on your credit cards? That's know, the answer, I right? Well, like you compare it to like five years ago. Like how many commander cards are coming out every single year? And we're, I'm counting Strixhaven too because like I don't think they made the Elder Dragons for standard players. You know, like what are you talking about? They're so good in standard. Yeah. Can't wait to rent the silver. I think, I think we're gonna need a 2021 commander design Jeez. podcast next. <laughs> I yeah. think we got a lot of things. We got to some say ample topics. So leave a comment, like, and subscribe, and stuff. I think that's it, friends. We're we're pushing the two hour mark. <laughs> we aim for an hour. We shot over it by a little bit. It's like um, someone played a Braids on turn one on her podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it slowed down to a halt I didn't, here. I didn't expect so much pushback. I'm going to die on this hill. Free Braids. Hashtag Free Braids. I don't care. I don't care if I'm the only one who holds this opinion. I am right. And I'm the, sure the, there are others that feel the same about like how you do about there's, Braids. There's History dozens of you. Dozens. Right. Dozens. Yeah. Th- we're like, the only thing that can save this format is Braids. And finally, it's unbanned. I'll be like... <laughs> grizzled i have a full gray beard to be like finally my time whatever format that needs to be saved by braids i don't know if i want to play that to be honest with you <laughs> commander 2022 you'll see um all right so that's it everybody thank you so much for the uh hashtag clash mail um and if you want to have a question answered very late into a future podcast just go on twitter use the hashtag clash mail uh hashtag i guess it's called um, yeah, and leave us a comment there, uh, and we will maybe pick it for a future thingy. So, hope everybody enjoyed our discussion on the ban list. Hopefully, it was enlightening. Hopefully, you know, food for thought. If you have opinions, leave leave them down there. Engagement. I like it. Algorithm likes it, too. Um, and we'll be back in two weeks, or bi-weekly, however you want to call it, fortnightly. Um, with another topic. This I, don't think, gonna be... I don't think you could say Fortnite in 2021, dude. Fortnightly! <laughs> this is not sponsored, by the way, so... <laughs> but, we, but we want to be. Hashtag dab. <laughs> Gotta do the Fortnite dances. Fortnite dance. Uh, Fortnite, hit us up. We're huge. Um, um, so yeah, hopefully everybody enjoyed. We'll be back in two weeks. And until next time, friends, see ya!